With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. We keep our promises here on Fox Sports Radio. I can't speak for anybody else, but we kept ours. We'll explain why that is coming up here in just a couple of moments. That guy over there is Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you are taking part in the program. We appreciate it. As we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We said last week, in honor of the Belmont, it's the Belmont, right, Lee? That's the uh, the race coming up? Whatever. In honor of the Belmont, that we were going to do a Fedora edition of Fox Sports Saturday with Katino Mobley and me, Jonas Knox. And you bet your ass it's a Fedora edition because Katino Mobley, my guy, you look extravagant. No, no, in that no, you look, no, you look great. All you need, bro, you look like a, a, a Cuban, <laughs> I like. Know, uh, I know. <laughs> 
I mean, you got the look. It's just it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Look, look at Gav. Like, uh, are you are you supposed to have a, a fedora? <laughs> like, yes. Uh, here's with the program, bro. Uh, yeah. We so we went in all fedora edition here on Fox Sports Radio. I don't know how I'm supposed to keep my headphones on because you got to keep it low. You got to keep the fedora low. You go to a, a little tilt on the side. Yeah. Um, I'd love to do that, except yours is nice. Mine was 200 pesos in Cancun. No, yours is great. I'm shop. telling you. All listen. All you need is some linen, a linen shirt okay. and a cigar. I'm Good. telling you right now. Telling People you. will be so scared of you. In honor of the horse race. That's uh, that's what we do. So we will have pictures. We'll send some pictures out, maybe some videos, all that stuff. Uh, Lee DeLapp, also our executive producer, got a fedora. There's a story behind his fedora that is astonishing to me that we need to talk about at some point on this show. Uh, blown away by by what Lee DeLapp paid for his fedora and where he bought it from. So we will get that uh, uh, coming up uh, throughout the course of the show as we are on till 8 p.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's dive into it. Let's go. All right. Some crazy stuff's been yeah, going on. crazy. Let's dive into it. Uh, the Rangers and the A's, your thoughts. I'm kidding. Uh, all right, so so because we don't want to lose the audience, uh, let's go. Game four, NBA Finals, Toronto, all over Golden State. It's a 3-1 Raptors series lead. They are headed back to Canada, back to Toronto, back to the six, back to We the North, Jurassic Park, whatever other catchphrase they need to try and sell uh, the nation on them being a, a real fan base there in Toronto. Uh, they are headed back there to win the NBA Finals. They can clinch on Monday night. What did what was your takeaway from watching Game Four, Catino Mobley? You know, it's um, so I'm watching the game uh, in Game Four. Uh, first of all, Game Three was amazing by Stephen Curry. Uh, no, nobody can win by themselves. Right? A little too amazing, almost. Yeah, a little bit too amazing. Yeah. And then you have uh, the the fourth game comes up, and you know Clay and Steph did did what they were supposed to do. Now you have the other guys who I love love to death, but. You know, Dray- Draymond Green's a winner, but it was just—it's just like kind of like when they lost against the Go- the Cleveland Cavaliers with that 2016. Yeah, yeah. And um, Harrison Barnes—I'm not trying to throw him under the bus or disrespect Harrison Barnes because I love the kid; he works for super hard. But it was like Cleveland was giving him open shots, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it is now is where they're giving. Like, you know what? If anybody's gonna beat us. We're going to leave Iguodala, not, not Iguodala as much, but we're going to leave Draymond Green open. I mean, he's hitting the side of the backboard. I'm looking at it like, oh, my goodness. This yeah. is this is going to be it's going to be harder to score. That's when you really need Kevin Durant, right? Mm-hmm. Because Clay did what he's supposed to do. Steph did what he's supposed to do. Because now you look at how they played the game. And both teams, same, same amount of shot attempts. Matter of fact, Golden State had about 26 assists. And Toronto had about 22. So they were kind of even when it comes to that. But Golden State had 17 turnovers to Toronto's nine, right? Or yeah. something like that, around 16 to nine or 17 to nine or whatever it was. When you're when you're dealing with a team such as Toronto, who's great on defense, and you're dealing with a depleted Golden State team or, you know, a hobbled kind of Golden State team, turning the ball over 17 times is not going to work. Yeah. Right? And they haven't played well at home this year anyway. You're giving a team that doesn't need help more help when you turn it over. Exactly. Because, because listen, Toronto scored, how many points did Toronto score? 109 or something like that? Yeah, 109 something points, like, yeah, yeah. right? They have a hard time scoring. So if you just take care of the ball, 
it, you have a better outcome. 105. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have a better outcome. So you mean to tell me they can score 100 and um, um, Golden State can score 100 and something points the other day with no Klay Thompson, and now all of a sudden you scored 92 points with Klay Thompson. Yeah. Doesn't even make sense to me. No. Um, I, here's what the question I want to ask you. Now that we're four games into the series, mm-hmm. um, I don't know that it's a surprise any longer. And I say that because if you just look at the series in total, mm-hmm. and we can all you know, break down one game at a time and one play and, and all of that stuff, but I, I always uh, would compare it to punch stats at the end of a fight. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you might win a round here or there, but look at the, um, the number of rounds, the total punch stats at the end of a fight. Mm-hmm. And if you looked at the total punch stats at the end of this fight, Toronto's dominated this series. Yeah. Like, wh- where? Yeah. find me a stretch outside of game two in that third quarter 18-0 run, find me a stretch that Golden State was better than them. Yeah, no. That's it. it. But you know what's funny, too, is Golden State's always playing behind. If you think about it, in they've all these playoffs, all, yeah, they've been playing yep, behind. Yep. And from from the Clippers to whoever, Portland, you know, Toronto, like it doesn't matter. They always play behind. And, and Houston, they play from behind. And now it's coming back to bite them in the butt, Plus, especially if they don't have – KD and a lot of guys are like, you know, from, you know, DeMarcus Cousins is not himself. No. Right? Like, he tried to, you know, play the bully ball and post up, and Marcus All was not going for it. Marcus All, if you think about it, Kawhi Leonard is the MVP of the finals. Yeah. Okay. But if you think about, if you don't have Marcus All, you don't even get to the finals. Vucevic. Vucevic. Embiid. Embiid. Yeah. Right? Um, like, you got to think about that. Yeah. Those are big time scoring bigs, and he shuts them down. Embiid had one really good game, 33 points. After that, it was like 11, 12, 15. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Vucevic, he didn't do well. No. Right? And then now you're thinking about, you see here where it's like, okay, DeMarcus can come back. And again, DeMarcus Cousins is not himself. But still, you, can, you can't even make layups on Marcus All. Like, he's not even going for it. Marcus All is just, he's, and, and, and you know what? Uh, Ibaka and Marcus Saul has been playing together for I don't know how many years in the summer mm-hmm. for the Olympic team oh, because they have. he played for Spain. Right. You know, because Mark Paul, Mark Paul Gasol and um, uh, Ibaka has been playing together for years for the Spanish team. Okay. So they, they know each other. They know each other very well. Defensively, those guys, right? Then you have Kawhi Leonard and uh, Danny Green been playing together with the San Antonio mm-hmm. Spurs. So you have literally four guys who've been playing together right whether it's 2 and 2 for so many years and it's 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 like you don't even have to speak you just know where the other guy's going to be at and you also have Nick Nurse who was on that coaching staff and i've always been told this when it comes to who you have a better relationship if you're a bench player you always have a better relationship with the assistant as opposed to the head coach right. because it's like in football your position coach is always your, your uh, anybody on the coaching staff the one you get along with the best and so Nick Nurse saw Siakam mm-hmm. last year and saw mm-hmm. a lot of him because he probably engaged with him a lot and he I think realized his potential not not saying that Dwayne Casey's not a great coach because mm-hmm. he is a very good coach, but Nick Nurse I think saw the potential in Siakam because he worked with him closer than I think Dwayne Casey did, mm-hmm. and you've seen him maximize his ability not only in the playoffs but throughout the course of the season. Yeah, that's a good point. But you know, another thing too is just like Nick Nurse is an old school coach, so he's a, he exploits matchups. Whereas though, this is what I I, I came into the league in ninety eight ninety nine, so. With Rudy Tomjanovich, Scottie Pippen, Charles Barkley, Kim Olajuwon, that was my first year. So I'm looking at it like, wow, I'm dealing with literally four of the most influential people ever to play this game. 
and you know it's I don't know how many championships balled into one and four people yeah. right so it was always let's not make this hard keep it simple that's what Akeem Olajuwon should tell us keep it super simple right so you look at Nick Nurse and he's like well I'm old school well if 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 um, Stephen Curry is guarding Marcus Saul on a switch Marcus Saul get in the post <laughs> like keep it super yeah. simple right if if Kawhi Leonard gets somebody that's uh you know, not good for moving their feet laterally out top. Take them to the cup. Like, that's how we used to play. And I think they exploit matchups better than Golden State exploits them. Now, Golden State, to me, is still a great team. It's just that they're depleted. They don't have – this. it's not a young Iguodala. It's not a young Sean Livingston. It's not a, you know, a healthy DeMarcus Cousins. It's, uh, you know, uh, coming back off a, a little tweaked uh, hamstring, Clay Thompson. Stephen Curry, Yes. Now everybody can understand how powerful to me LeBron James is because LeBron James takes teams, you know, especially if he's healthy, all the way to the finals. And he, when he's by him, not saying he's by himself because J.R. Smith is my guy. I love J.R. Smith. And yeah, he does some, you know, bonehead plays sometimes, but J.R. Smith plays hard and he cares, right? And sometimes it's misconstrued with J.R. when he does certain things on the court, but he just wants to win. Everybody yeah. wants to win. Nobody yeah. wants to lose. Right, some people wants to want to win more than others, but my point I'm trying to get to that Nick Nurse is more of a he's an old school guy. It's like you know what I'm not going to draw up a million plays uh, and and take off to take the shot clock all the way down to two just so my my shooting guard can come off a screen and shoot a shot with a guy jumping in his face or chasing yeah. him. First shot. Easy, push it up. You make a, you make a, a a play. You uh you get an open shot. Cool. Let's do it and get back and play defense. But I think Toronto for me, I'm loving their defense. And you got four or five guys. You actually have seven guys on that team that are lockdown defenders. And look, I you picked uh, Golden State to win the series, yes, right? I, I, I picked Golden I State did. to win the series, and it's easy to look back and say, oh well, we should have seen this coming. But I no. I think that there was. I think that a little bit of this, though, is that we're so used to seeing Golden State make the right adjustment with so much talent and outplay everybody. And and now that you're watching this series and you see what happened during the regular season where Toronto swept Golden State 2-0 in the regular season, mm-hmm. look, maybe they're just a bad matchup for Golden State. Maybe they're just better right now than Golden State is. And health is a part of it. There's a lot of things that are a part of it. But if you just looked at this series... It hasn't been close, man. I mean, Golden State was lucky to win game two. And and, and luck, lucky's not the right word. They were fortunate to win game two and that they had that incredible 18-0 run, which is just the avalanche that is the Warriors from time to time. But even with that run and closing out the first half strong, it still took an Andre Iguodala three, and he was wide open to your right. point earlier, in order to ice the game, and Toronto <laughs> couldn't buy a basket. We very well and very easily could have seen a sweep in this series, and not that many things would have to change. No, that's the, perfect. Uh, you, you know the thing about Golden State is is that when you have a depleted team like this one, I'm going to say a couple of different things. One is when you have a depleted team with injuries and different things like that and being in the finals four, four or five years in a row, you need a bench, and they don't have a bench. Too, like you, you look too at, top heavy. Yeah, they just, they're so top heavy that yeah. you have McKinney – Nine minutes, one for four, like, you know, no assists, two rebounds. Like, I, you're not really doing anything for me, kiddo. Yeah. You know, and, and, and yes, Andrew Bogan is, is older. I like Andrew Bogan, but he's not a he's not a game changer like he used to be, mm-hmm. right? But I love him. I do love him. 
you know, uh, Looney came in. He gave me some really good minutes. He's I love that. nowhere close to 100%. Right. Probably not, shouldn't even be playing. Exactly. And then now you got Quinn Cook. Like, you had one good game, and then now everybody's like, oh, he's really good. He can do this. He can do that. That's, yeah, you can. But maybe the stage, maybe you got too excited when you did have that good game, opposed to just keep Like, I seen him shoot a fadeaway three. I seen Quinn Cook shoot a fadeaway three. He was 0 for 3 from 3, 0 for 5 from the field, and he played seven minutes. No assists. Like, I... Nobody else played. So, like, you don't really have a bench. They don't really trust their bench. That's another thing. You have Klay Thompson coming back from an injury for 42 minutes, Stephen Curry 53 minutes, Iguodala 38 minutes, Draymond Green 41 minutes. They played most of the game. Yeah. I mean, you have to you have to at least trust that bench or you, you, you know – you just lose like you're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, you, you lose one guy in the rotation, it throws everything else off. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's, it's 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 the overcompensating like thing. Like you said, they're just too top heavy. Like how? Like if, if imagine you know walking around and you just if you had no hand, if you had no hand, you'd have to overcompensate for everything else. It just right. makes everything that much more difficult. And they lost a key ingredient, which was Kevin Durant. Um, and and you're seeing the results. I just like I'm watching this series, man, and it's not close. I mean these games these games really aren't close. There's a run here. There's a spurt here. Other than that, I mean this has been all Toronto as they uh, head back to uh, to to Canada to try and close it out on Monday night. So uh, Jonas Knox, Catino Mobley here on Fox Sports Radio. We've got great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you could save. All right, coming up next, he is one of our favorites, one of the more brutally honest former NBA world champions. He's an analyst. He's going to tell you the truth about what is happening with these NBA finals. That's next year on Fox Sports radio there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel it's worth the trip that's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. 
Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. He's Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, Catino's got a secret talent. All right, I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but Catino's got a secret talent. So we're going to get to that here a little over uh, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, he is one of our favorites. He is Eddie House, NBA world champion, Fox Sports 1 NBA analyst joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Eddie, thanks so much as always, man. Catino and Jonas, how are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me always. Uh, so I don't know if you got the memo or not, but it's uh, Fedora Day. So Katino and I are wearing fedoras, and then we realize we've got to wear headphones, and it doesn't really work that way. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> I, I, if, if it was Fedora Day, I know, Katino, I know you fresh over there. <laughs> yeah, just the fedora, though. I got my sweats on, but we're wearing our fedoras. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You, didn't, yeah. you didn't get all the way top to bottom. Okay, I see. Yeah, after this, at 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when that goes. <laughs> um, all right, so, Eddie, let me ask you. You're watching that game last night uh, between the Raptors and the Warriors. When did you know that it was over? Well, the, when the, I knew it was over, like, in, in the third quarter when – Toronto came out and basically punched Golden State in the mouth. And Golden State's legs was wobbly and their back was against the ropes. And they never came back swinging. Um, I, I felt like they, they turned the ball over. And you got I got to give so much credit to Nick Nurse and his defensive adjustments in game from half to half, from quarter to quarter, um, and from game to game. Um, he's showing his worth as being one of the better coaches in this league, um, even I don't care if he's young and this is his first head coaching gig, he is showing the reason why everybody talked about him the way they did and he ended up getting this job. You know, people were in an uproar when they got rid of Dwayne Casey and, you know, put him on. Like, hold up, how you get rid of a guy that, you know, you were number one in the East, but you just didn't get over the hump. This is the reason why. He makes adjustments and his team believes in him, man. They have a system that they're playing. And what they're doing is totally taking Golden State out of anything that they want to do. They're making them so uncomfortable, and I, I, it's, it's unbelievable to me. And you talk about, you know how they say, KD's on the way. No, that's what they need KD to come back. <laughs> KD can't do nothing with this. <laughs> they looking for him to come back, I'm telling you. Listen, KD can't do nothing with this 3-1 and one right here, buddy. That defense okay, is stifling. You know what? This, this, it is. The defense is – but, you know, the main thing I'm looking at is just how – how much they're turning the basketball over. And it's not – Do you know what? They've always so done that, though, Eddie. They've always yeah, turned the it, ball over so much. But, it, but it's not forced turnovers. These are these unforced turnovers. And then it seems like when it rains, it pours. You see, when they were trying to make a comeback, Livingston ended up, it bumps off, of, I think it was Clay Thompson's knee and go out of bounds. It's oh, like, yeah. It, it, all those little things that are happening, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a cumulative effect of what Toronto has been doing all 
series long, and that's just making Golden State uncomfortable. And last night, I have to say, Steph just looked disengaged, like, Oh, not disengaged. Let me take that back. That discouraged. That's the word. He looked discouraged. Like he, the the when he left, Kawhi makes a dribble on the right wing towards the basket. It wasn't his help. You never leave the corner, especially if it's a, a knockdown shooter. He left Danny Green wide open in the corner, and that was Eagle Dallas' help because he was the bottom man. And those mistakes that, that they just can't happen. And it seems like they're happening more and more, what, what, and they're more and, and uh, you know they're compounding. It's funny you say that because this is more of a psychological thing, right, Jonas? And Eddie can attest to this. Sometimes when you have, well, I don't care if it's a leader or if it's a guy on the bench. What he's talking about, Steph being disengaged, it's not so much as Steph being disengaged. It's more so like he's worried, right? He's like, damn, I'm yeah. trying to punch them as much as I can, and they keep coming back. Like, we're a team that for years been out-rebounded or turned the ball over, but we're so good offensively that we can overcome. Now it's in your fifth year, and the guys are injured. They're not as who they used to be. And it's kind of like, not saying it's a cocky thing, but it's kind of like we'll be okay kind of thing. You know, like Draymond saying after, we're, uh, you know, we'll, go, we'll win this one, do this one, and then we'll go, to go, we'll go to Toronto, win game six, and we'll be done. They're used to doing things like that. And Toronto, Eddie, I was telling Jonas this earlier. I was, I was talking to Jonas about this. Toronto has four guys on their team who's been playing together for a long time. Two of those guys are, Eddie, you can attest to this, right? Uh, Ibaka and Marcus Saul on the, on the Spanish Olympic team, whatever you want to call it, right? They've been playing right. each other for a very long time. So they know defensive principles like no other together. Then you have Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. That's two of the best wing defenders in the game together. So now you have four guys, your front court and your back court, basically, Four guys with Kyle Lowry, who leads the the, the playoffs in, in offensive charges, probably um, all the intangibles that you can name, he leads. So you have five, you're starting five right there. Van Vliet, he's not no punk, right? Like you have, I mean, it just, it's just hard to score on a team like that. And, and when you have 26, and remember, Eddie, um, when uh, uh, Rick Adams saved, listen, guys, if we get 25 uh, assists, we win the game. Right. He used to say that. 25 assists wins the game, nine times out of 10. They had 26 assists, but you have 17 turnovers. And like Eddie said, they're not even – they're unforced yeah. turnovers. Like, they're just very careless because it's like a cocky thing. It's like a, like there's no sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a sense of urgency. It's like they're older now. Like, literally, their bodies are older, and it's harder for them to – like, really, I get punched. Like, you always revert to boxing. I get punched. It's like, you know what? I can shake that off. Mm-hmm. No, they're, they're not eating the punches now. Some punches are taking hey, toll. Go, I'm going to take it a step further. Continue. You right on on point with with guys playing defense and being locked in together defensively. But Danny Green's an all defensive NBA player. Yep. Um, Kyle yep. Lowry's an all NBA defensive player. Yep. Marcus Hall's a former player of the defensive player of the year. Yep. Kawhi Leonard is an all NBA defense. They have a great team. Golden State can't turn the ball over against a great defensive team. Right. You just can't do it. Right. And you have to try to get. I, to me, the, the key of this series is transition. It's transition defense for Golden State, and then it's their transition offense. Don't allow Toronto to load up for everybody mm-hmm. to just be right there looking at what's going on. They're getting back. No, you have to force the issue. And when you push the ball, you don't necessarily have to push it for a layup every time. You're looking for that. But right. then you get into your secondary break with enough time on the clock to make them guard 16, 15 seconds because – there, I don't care how good of a defensive team you are, you're not guarded for 15 seconds. Right. There's going to be a breakdown somewhere. Right. So uh, 
they have to figure it out. They they can't turn the ball over because they're they're that good defensively. Toronto is, and then you know what? They're even better in transition. So once they turn you over, they're scoring. Yeah. They're coming right back at you. And yeah. you uh, Kyle Lowry so, does that really well, too. He, he'll throw the ball up ahead, and if they don't have anything, he runs the offense. But he gives them a chance, his wings a chance, to be able to score in a one-on-one kind of thing, which is brilliant. It's like a kind of Jason Kidd. And you know what about Kyle Lowry? We talked about this last week. We said he's going to have to show – he's going to have to play. He's mm-hmm. going to have to be who he is for them to even have a chance. Right. And not only is he being who he is, he's above and beyond yeah. who he has been. You know, yeah. knocking down – yeah, we know he can knock down open shots, but he knocked down five of those things in game uh, in game three. Yeah. Huge for him. Yeah, he yeah. made big open. And, and last night, I'll tell you what, I, I hadn't seen a better floor game in a long time. I mean, he controlled everything. He yeah. set his guys up. You're talking about point guard play. Last night it was on full display with Kyle Lowry because he was setting guys up for layups. The high pick and roll is giving Golden State problems. So, they're going to have to share a whole lot of things up. They're going to have to figure out what they're going to do about taking care of the basketball. What the hell are they going to do with this high pick and roll? Because they're getting killed with it. They get, uh, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, Eddie House with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Catino Mobley. Uh, Eddie House, uh, former NBA champion. Fox, or I guess forever NBA champion. Why do I keep saying that? Fox Sports 1 NBA analyst joining us here as he does every week here on Fox Sports Radio. Eddie, I was saying this earlier. If you were to ask even the most diehard Golden State Warrior fan, even though they got a game in this series, hey, which part of this series did you actually win? Because outside of the 18-0 run they went on in the third quarter in game two, this series has been all Toronto. It hasn't even been that close. You, you're right. I think yesterday, though, I, I, I thought last night's game, I thought they played well in the first half, but I looked at their turnover. I was like, if they continue to – they had 10 turnovers in the first half. If you you can't, they have to cut that in half. Have five to six turnovers in the first half, so you have an opportunity. I always look at turnovers because basically it's like this: you might as well, when when they score or you get the rebound, just put it on the ground and let them get the ball back, because that's basically what you're doing with a turnover. You don't get a shot. There's no chance for offensive rebound. There's no chance for a foul. That's why the turnover is so important to not be do not not be given up because. It just takes away from what the Golden State Warriors do. How good are they offensively? Everybody knows that. But if they're not having the opportunities and maximizing their opportunities with the basketball because they're turning it over, they're just like every other team. They're not as dangerous because they don't have many, that many opportunities. And it's funny, you mentioned this earlier, but it, you can tell just body language-wise, with the Sean Livingston play, I remember it because I watched it when it happened. He bounced the ball off his foot. It went out of bounds when they were trying to make a run. They just got a stop. They grabbed the rebound. And he just looked up in the in the sky and was t- completely demoralized and frustrated. And I saw that and I said... They, I think they're starting to realize this is different from other years. This year's not going, and they're not getting all the breaks like they used to. Yeah, and that happens. That happens. You realize, oh, man, you know what? This ain't the, oh, this, nobody's scared of us. That basically was that moment. Yeah. Almost like Mike, I, I'm going to go back to boxing, Catino. When Mike Tyson was getting hit by Buster, I'm like, damn, okay, Buster Douglas ain't going nowhere. I'm going to have to box this cat. I'm not just going to come in here and knock him out. Right. You know, right. and that's and then this is almost like the, the, the uh, a perfect analogy for that. The Golden State Warriors being Mike Tyson used to knocking cats out. They're getting pressed on. They're getting uppercutted. They're getting jabbed on. They don't have their chance to get their punches off because he's getting off first. And before you know it, Tyson was on the canvas picking up his mouth yeah, and putting like it in crooked. Lennox and, Lewis, you know, right? Lennox Lewis. Yeah. 
right? Same Holy thing. field, right? When when somebody start eating your punches, now you got to really learn how to box. Yeah, that's why right. Floyd Mayweather may be boring, but Floyd Mayweather knows how to box. He's awesome, right? It's yeah. like San Antonio Spurs. We're gonna play our game. You can give me your best punch all you want, but we're gonna stay the course. And that's what I think Toronto's like, staying their own course. It may not look as pretty offensively. They may not score 120 every single night. And I look back at all the games, right? So it's four games they played so far. 3-1 Toronto. And I look back at all the games, and usually whoever whoever wins the third quarter wins the game. Like, it'll be, you know, at halftime, it's not that, you know, it's close. And then in the third quarter, Toronto 37-21 Toronto. So they literally won the game in the third quarter. That's how that yep. went. And in last game, the same thing, right? They won the third quarter by a lot. And uh, game two, you see that Golden State coming. They're the best third quarter team in the league, Golden State. Toronto said, you know what? Not in the third quarter. We coming out and we're going to smack you in the face. Three games in three games out of the four, Toronto's beat them in the third quarter, where Golden State usually beats teams in third quarters for whatever reason. <laughs> And you think that's a, that's not an accident. I promise you that Nick Nurse is talking about that in that locker room. All that coaching staff is saying, hey, this is where they're going to beat you if you're going to get beat. If you take care of this third quarter, mm-hmm. you guys will win the game. And, I mean, that's the message I would be preaching if I was a coach. I mean, and and, and that type of message, you, you, you've been in locker rooms, Catino. When your coach talks to you like that and you actually go out there and get it done and you see like, ooh, that's – Oh, that is it, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. We didn't crack the code. Okay. We got you. We got us one. You know, and, and you just believe your belief is through the roof. And and that's that's part of what why I think Nick Nurse has been such a great coach, too, because they believe in a lot of times new coaches come in and cats be looking at them. The older players look like, man, this guy, you know, he ain't been around. He ain't never played or nothing like that. It's not about that. It's about can he make you believe in what he believes in you? And can you go out there and produce? And, I mean, Nick Nurse has been incredible. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he's, well, he's I mean, yeah, he better be. He's got his own hat. The guy's got a Nick Nurse hat, for Christ's <laughs> sake. What the hell's that about? I, I want mean, a hat crazy. like that. Uh, all right, so, Eddie, one last one uh, for me here before we let you go. Uh, Eddie House with us here on Fox Sports Radio. When you won the title with the Celtics back in 08, you guys went back to Boston, up 3-2, and a chance to close out the Lakers. What was the conversation like before that game, uh, similar to what the Raptors are feeling before game uh, five coming up on Monday? Well, it was just, it's over. But once we came back and won that way, we lost game five. Um, but going back, we knew that all we have to do is take care of, we got home court advantage, number one. We have home court advantage, so game six and seven was going to be played on our court regardless. But we didn't want it to get to game seven because then that's a coin flip. We want to come out there and put our foot on their neck from the start. And that's what we did from the beginning. From the jump of that game, that game was over pretty much at halftime. We knew that we this game was over. Third quarter, we was blowing them out. People were having fun. Paul throwing Gatorade. It's our mindset was we got them. Again, another boxing net. We got them on the ropes. We about to knock them out. Awesome. Uh, Eddie, we always appreciate it, man. He is Eddie House, uh, NBA champion, Fox Sports 1 NBA analyst, always kind enough to spend a few minutes with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, man, as always. Yeah, no problem. You guys enjoy your weekend. Yep. Uh, there he is, uh, Jonas Knox, Catino Mobley here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next here on FSR, Catino Mobley's got a secret talent. Something about Catino Mobley you probably didn't know, and I'm, I was stunned to find this out. That's next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, uh, open up your ears and welcome in the gas man, David Gascon. What's up, man? 
What's up, Dave? How goes it? Just yes, hanging out. What's up, baby? You How, what fedora did you wear today, Dave? I did not buy a fedora. Ooh. Well, gotcha. Definitely not going to do that today. Yeah, okay. Good stuff. Can't do that today. Good stuff. Don't sell those at the uh, at Firefly, huh? No. They, yeah. <laughs> not in the gift shop there? <laughs> a little too pricey. Yeah, not, <laughs> not in the gift shop there? All right. Go broke there. That's all right. Lee told me not to buy one, for the record. Okay. Interesting. Well, yeah. You listen. said that, Lee? Yeah. Well, listen, uh, Lee, don't spoil the surprise about your uh, your fedora. That's a full-blown conversation. Lee, uh, Lee, with that fedora one, Lee looks like he belongs in Bronx Tale. <laughs> <laughs> he <does. laughs> He's the kid, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> So, uh, so Dave, what 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 the hell is happening? Uh, what's going on in that in that epic uh, Rays Red Sox game? You hate when I mention baseball, don't no, you? No, I just say it's funny because there's so many games that you just kind of like, get it's lost. It's like two thousand games. Yeah, you, to... you just kind of get <laughs> lost. Let's let hear about game two hundred and twenty-two. Come on, let's <laughs> yeah, hear it. It's brutal. Well, I guess we'll start things off first off the diamond because some good news for the Yankees. They're going to get back Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge sometime here in the near future. Aaron Boone actually said to that Stanton's going to begin a rehab. Assignment assignment either on Monday or Tuesday and he'll be with the high A team and also triple A for a couple weeks and then join the big league club. Aaron Judge he's about a couple weeks away from his rehab assignment but they look to be on track here in the near future. Yankees do lead right now in Cleveland. Didi Gregorius his first home run of the season was a two run blast and so they lead in Cleveland two to nothing. Boston is getting handled right now at home by Tampa in game one of a doubleheader. Uh, 9-2 in that affair. Austin Meadows is two for four in that contest. Rangers doubling up the A's 10-5. Orioles and Astros right now are scoreless. Meanwhile, in the NBA, ESPN reported earlier today the Rockets have restarted their contract extension talks with head coach Mike D'Antoni. Ownership has removed a couple things, one of them including the buyout language that was a barrier in the original discussions with them. And of course, the French Open... Jonas baseball, but tennis. Are you are you a tennis guy? Well, here's the thing. This I is am. this is what's amazing. I had no idea that you were a legitimate tennis guy, Katino Mobley. I love tennis. Yeah. Do you play tennis, guys? No, but I do watch tennis a lot. I I mean, like, you, I like tennis. Your arms are too damn yeah, strong. Yeah, what do you mean my arms are too tennis? big? What Give the hell does that mean? That that juice head. You Get think he plays chopper. tennis? Get the chopper. Get the Get down. Yeah, no kidding. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger is not a not a tennis player, and neither is Dave Gascon, and they're basically the same guy. Wow, come he's on, a, man. He over there doing push-ups right now, people. You yeah. don't even see him. <laughs> that juice head. You think he's, you think he's playing tennis? Chopper. Right, just get myself warmed up so I can handle a Papa Bear here in a couple of minutes off the mic. Hey, you watch your mouth. I'll there, crack son. you, man. Get watch out of here, mouth. man. I will crack you. Why, why, you, you, why, you guys uh, battling to the death inside the stall again? Well, nothing wrong. With, well, it's between that and calf races. <laughs> so. I'm just tapping my hey, foot, baby. You know practice? what I'm saying? I'm just tapping Third match point for the Austrian. Jesus. Is this Dave and, uh, is that, oh, is this Saturday Night in Vegas? <laughs> oh, my God. Lee, you animal. Has moved on to another French Open final. So Dominic team upsets Novak Djokovic in the semifinals. So get Rafael Nadal in the French Open finals. And then Australian Ashley Barty actually won it for the ladies. Uh, her first Grand Slam title ever. She's got an interesting story, and I know Katina will enjoy this. She actually left tennis for a couple of years back in 2014 and decided to play cricket. Mm-hmm. And then she came back and wins her first Grand Slam title. So kind of a nice story for her, uh, the Aussie. And cricket and chess, two games, I have no idea how they work. 
What do you, no mean you don't know how to play chess? I don't know how to play chess, man. Listen, I, I grew up on the mean streets of Thousand Oaks, Dave. Yeah. Right? I'm, maybe you're familiar with the 805. That's yeah. where I grew okay. up. Right? Yeah, you can play many things on a piano, and now you can't hey. play chess. I, I was a Connect Four guy, yeah, Dave. Yeah, okay. Connect Four, well, I'm checkers. Not, I'm not going to talk about your dating life. Clue. So. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Clue. Yeah, That's uh, pretty good. Uh, Professor Plum with the candlestick uh, <laughs> in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, listen, I know my stuff. Wow. Um, all right, so, uh, so good stuff from uh, David Gascon. <laughs> A, a fedoraless uh, David Gascon here on Fox Sports Radio. Do some more curls. Uh, yeah. By, wow, dude. By way, yeah. By the way, uh, so I would love to know the training regimen, the training regimen of a tennis player, and I will find that out after we tell you this. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right, so Catino Mobley, you're a tennis guy. Uh, the training regimen of a tennis player. Now, not a lot of upper body as far as uh, you're not hitting the weights. Yeah, no. But those, the, the men and women who play tennis are in unbelievable shape. Unbelievable. And, and just from somebody who's had foot issues before, to be on your feet that long and going from side to side, I'd have no shot. I'd blow an ankle out. I'd roll an ankle. I'd, I'd tear a calf. Uh, plantar fasciitis would be through the roof. <laughs> and and these guys just battle through it. And then you're playing. If you played the U.S. Open in New York, it's it's like 115 degrees yeah. out in uh, it just brutal it's the, it's, weather. It's the best time, though. Like, uh, I used to go... My son, Tino, who uh, just graduated from high school. Yay, Tino. All right. Congratulations, Tino. About time. Damn. Um, anyway. You give him a fake ID yet? No, no not yet. Okay. Not yet. He's an athlete. Yeah, two so, weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get about three weeks. <laughs> um, so, but um, I, uh, Tino started playing tennis when he was 10. So that's when I, I picked up tennis with him. And John Lucas, who was former NBA, mm -hmm. he was like All-American in tennis and basketball, and he's like all-world and everything. Old-school John Lucas, went to Maryland. Uh, one of my mentors back when I was playing in the NBA, great man, he played tennis. And um, there's this place in uh, Houston called Westside Tennis Club. So Andy Roddick and a lot of those guys used to play there, and they, used, they actually hold uh, tournaments there, especially when I played early in the 2000s. And uh, Andy's my guy. And Andy was, like, younger. So Steve Francis and myself, Andy loved basketball. We would watch Andy play in tennis, whatever. And then I started to play tennis. Okay. And I started to play <laughs> tennis. Thanks. And I started to play tennis then, right? <laughs> you ever watch, like, the Oscars and they just, like, the song start playing? It's like, that's what you're trying to do to me right now? Anyway. So I started playing tennis, like, uh, 2010. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. And I'd like to thank um my mom and um my dad. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. And um um uh my girlfriend um who I never had. Um and uh, <laughs> The Oscars no. are brought to you by <sighs> Gascon's PEDs. <sighs> if you want to get yoked out. Sponsored um, by nobody. Yeah, but it. I mean, man, no, if, but tennis is the best, and and I guarantee he was in phenomenal shape ahead of anybody else in his class he went to school with because yeah. he started off on tennis. Yeah, he yeah. played tennis and basketball. He's the best. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, he is Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. Up next, if you really want to know the difference between Katino uh, Mobley and myself, something just happened in the studio that could not describe it any better. We'll explain next here on Fox Sports Radio.
At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. He's Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we have an interesting development in the NBA Finals, and it is not good news for one player and one team in particular. So we'll have that for you coming up a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. So I mentioned this before we went to break, that if you wanted – just a quick breakdown as to the difference between Katino Mobley and myself. It's very easy. Now, I know what, I know what you're thinking. Hmm. Well, you know, just look at all the, uh, I mean, uh, you know, look at us and there's an obvious difference, right? There's an obvious difference. And that obvious difference not, is... Not really, but... Yeah, I mean, uh, that obvious... Uh, you know, I had, I had something on the tip of my tongue there that I was about to say and I realized I like my job and I don't want to say that. <laughs> um, but, and, and I know what you're saying. Well, we look at Katino and Jonas and there's an obvious difference. And and look, you're right. Katino's uh, 6'4 and I'm like 6'2. Um, other than that, I mean, it's pretty much the same person. Except for this. We're doing the show here in studio... We both have our headphones on backwards because we brought fedoras in and didn't think ahead of time as to how that would actually work with a pair of headphones in the studio. And Catino's phone rings. And the phone call is from none other than Hall of Famer and world champion Clyde Drexler. All right. Clyde the Glide. Love him. Yeah. Love him. What, one, what, uh, somebody who is, was an awesome player. I actually don't think he gets talked about enough when it, com- when it comes into to, to the greater discussion of things in the NBA. Same with Dominique Wilkins. Dominique Wilkins, I think, was such a better player oh. than he gets credit for. Yeah. But everybody just thinks about the dunks and the highlight reels and all that. So, Katino Mobley, on his cell phone, gets a call from Clyde Drexler. About three minutes later, I get a call on my cell phone from... My buddy Marcus, who's day drinking right now and has no idea and forgot that I'm on the air. Okay, that's the difference between Catino and myself. You get a call from a Hall of Famer. I get a call from a drunk in the middle of the day on a Saturday. That's so I mean, funny. like that. That's us. It's kind of like the same. Yeah, it's kind of like the same. <laughs> Is it the same thing? You know why it's the same? Why? Because they're both human. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I, so it makes all the sense in the world. Um, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, so that so that that should describe Catino uh, Mobley and myself. Uh, in a nutshell. Which is so surreal to me, right? Like, I, I I, consider myself just like a regular guy, right? But I, it's just so surreal coming from Philadelphia and um, just being able to have friends like that and and just knowing, like, I'm a part of that organization. It's that awesome. Found, that, that, that fraternity. It's, it, to this day, it's just... It's just unreal. Well, and it says a lot about you because you've you're one of those guys that nobody really dislikes. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes you, um, and and we like you so much. We're going to let you hang out another three hours. Oh, I appreciate that. that. You know, Thank you so much. That. That's the least we could do. My man. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So we've got ourselves a developing situation, and it's not good news for one team and one player in particular. We'll have that for you here coming up in just a couple of moments. That guy over there is Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. As always, we appreciate a few minutes of your time, and we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance visit geico.com for a free rate quote my guy Katino Mobley. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking right now. I'm loving this whole Eddie Murphy, Nick Nolte thing. Oh, yeah? No, that's brilliant. Yeah, because I figure that's brilliant. I, I'm trying to come up with uh, black, white uh, cop or friend uh, gifts in movies to to sort of paint the picture of you and I doing a show together. I'm and, and clearly, I would be Eddie Murphy and you would be Nick Nolte. Is, is clearly how that would work. No, for sure. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> you know, you, you started it with Miami Vice. So since then, we've done um, Andy Dufresne and Red from Shawshank. We've done Lethal Weapon. All mine's we've been done... really good, though. <laughs> yeah, it's great. All you, you gave yeah. me, Dan, you gave me uh, what's his name? Danny Glover? Danny Glover on the toilet on. when he pulls it. Yeah, I, look, I, I, we were running out of time, and I was just trying to find something. At so least I gave both of us it. two sexy guys. Yeah, that's true. You gave me the, 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 the Danny Glover on the toilet. That's yeah. Yeah, we uh, so I'll, I'll look. I'll, I'll get it. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look at somebody. Yeah, else. yeah, that's look fine. Somebody. Look at. The, uh, look it up. And uh, we are wearing fedoras here on Fox Sports Radio. In honor of the Belmont. And uh, if you've seen Katino Mobley in any of his appearances on Fox Sports One, Katino Mobley is a very well dressed guy. He puts a lot of time and effort into his wardrobe. <laughs> and you'll show up. You'll show up, and you're decked out 
to the nines yeah. with a fedora on, and then you tell me you're like Mr. Fedora. You've got like, uh, yeah. what, like a thousand of them at home? Yeah. Well, 99. Okay. So you got 99 fedoras yeah. at home, yeah. and uh, and that's your thing. Yeah, you know what? I For me, so you have the great hair, though. You, you got the great hair. I don't have a lot of hair. So there's days where I don't have, my hair's not really um, on point, or I really don't have any at all. So sometimes uh, the fedora works with the gray beard. Yeah, right. it, lo- so, it does look good. Yeah, yeah. with the gray beard. So, uh, yeah. so, so we we are rocking our fedoras here uh, till eight p.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so let's get to this. Uh, we talked about this last week. You said under no circumstance should Kevin Durant come back to play in this series at all. At all. Toronto's up three one. Golden State's on the ropes. At, at this point. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if he's not uh, if there's any concern that he could get hurt. No way he comes back, right? No, not listen. Even if he was a hundred, say he came back the fourth game at a hundred percent, and them being down three one, that's really hard to come back and win four three. That that rarely does that happen, and you have to exert so much energy every single game. Like, Toronto's not just going to lay down. They have a defensive-minded team. So for you to literally score whatever amount of points you're going to score, no disrespect to Kevin, I mean, goodness gracious. Like, I just don't see it happening. You know, I, it, I just it's just too much. And I also think that this this whole narrative that went into the finals of, well, you know, they can win without Kevin Durant, all that's gone now. Like, yeah. I don't want to hear any of that crap because yeah, yeah. now, we've now seen what his value is. And I always knew what his value was. The idea that they were better without Kevin Durant, it just it doesn't make sense. They play differently. But it's clear against that defense, you need somebody who's who you can't defend. And Kevin Durant's the one guy on that team that you can't defend, right. that, right. that they could throw out there that could get any shot he wants whenever he wants, regardless of what Nick Nurse puts together. Unfortunately, he's not there. And now you're seeing what's happening. Toronto's been dominant in the series. So if the question is, should Kevin Durant come back? I say no, man. Like, why? Why? Yeah, he shouldn't come back. And and like me really dissecting and looking at how Toronto has played, I think they have a super unique team. Like, remember like Rob Palenka and Magic and they were saying before the Lakers season started with LeBron, they were trying to pick guys who were defensive-minded guys that cannot try to outscore Golden State, but at least – make Golden State have problems scoring when it's time to score. Mm -hmm. And I think Toronto has that type of team, right? You have Kyle Lowry, and I keep saying this, Van Vliet. You have, you know, Ibaka coming off the bench. You have Powell Powell coming off the bench. You have Marcus You have Green. You have Siakam. You have Kawhi. You have, I mean, you have Green. You have so many guys that play defense, but yet, guess what? They can score, too. Not saying they're going to score 120 points, but they're going to junk the game up so much that it's going to frustrate you to where it's like, I'm going to turn the ball over. I'm going to have shots that I usually make miss. I'm going to miss those shots because these guys are just that much better defensively than everybody else. So now it's going to frustrate me even more. I think Toronto has put together a team that the Lakers wish they could have put together to defeat a team like Golden State. Now, was that before or after Rob Palenka lied about Kobe Bryant meeting up with Heath Ledger and the time he gave was six months after <laughs> Heath Ledger had died? Was that before or after? Like, I think it was after. Rob, Rob Palenka's got Kobe Bryant uh, having a meeting with with the guy from Weekend at Bernie's. That's like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, come on, Rob, if you're going to lie, make the lies believable. You know, make That's the timelines funny. add up. 
I hope you guys watch Weekend at Bernie's. That is one of the funniest oh, it's movies great. ever. It's great. Um, oh, and by the way, who hasn't been call. who hasn't been Weekend at Bernie's after a oh, night of drinking? Oh you know, everybody's gosh, had that moment that's before. So funny. Um, all right. So there, now this is where the the bad news comes in. Um, we've got the current situation and what. My conspiracy is what led to the current situation. So Brian Windhorst of ESPN was talking last night on ESPN about the Kevin Durant situation. Here was Windhorst. What, what I, here's what I do know. Durant just isn't ready. His body's not ready. The trainers don't believe it. He doesn't believe it. He tried to do some stuff at practice yesterday. It didn't work. There was frustration all around, I'm sure, from Kevin about it. The, the, Steve Kerr was really clipped about it, and he basically said today, I'm not going to give you any more updates on Durant. I'm just going to tell you whether he's playing or not. He's frustrated about it, too. And they need that security blanket. This is why, even when they were playing great, even when Steph was putting up 38 points every single night. Okay, so when you hear that, and you know that Kevin Durant, look, he's not ready to play. And so this whole should he come back and play or whatnot, you know, his body is answering that question. No, I'm not ready to play. Well, if that's the case, two things happened. Either Kevin Durant's injury was much more serious than Mm -hmm. anybody let on, Mm -hmm. or something happened between the time he injured it and now to where he re-aggravated it, Right. right? And this is a conspiracy. I think I know when he reaggravated the injury, right? Because this was Kevin Durant talking with the media. This was two weeks ago mm-hmm. after they beat the Rockets, getting ready for the uh, – uh, uh, and this is before the NBA Finals. Um, and, and I believe this, if the timeline is correct, this may have actually been when Kevin Durant and they were still playing uh, – was it Portland, I think? I might have still been playing Portland, but never mind that. A couple of weeks ago, Kevin Durant spoke with the media for the first time since reaggravating the injury. He talked about how they played in that game six against the Houston Rockets in which they won in Houston. All right. So they they won that game and were advancing on in the playoffs. Listen to Kevin Durant's answer to how he celebrated watching his teammates perform. I learned my lesson of, you know, jumping up and reacting plays after that game six, a couple of those threes that went down. So I had to, I had to uh, stay on the couch for it and show my excitement on the, on the sofa. I think he reaggravated himself celebrating that game. Yep. I don't think he knew how serious the injury was. So when he alluded to that and he saw them play the way that they played and he jumped up and down to celebrate it, I think he reaggravated it. Listen, I said before, I, I had it done to me three different times. And uh, one is a dehydration of the calf. Two is being uh, the calf being tight muscle itself. And not. And I every month what I try to do is by my guy Barrett's, um, I get my calves stripped because I have bigger calves. And when you don't have that that flex, that dorsiflexion or that, that that flexibility with inside your ankles and your calves, things like this happens. Or if you exert so much energy like Kevin, I think, did in that first series against the Clippers, you ex- you know, things like this happen as well because he's popped his calf before, I'm pretty sure. And the Clippers roughed them up that series. Yeah, definitely roughed them up. And you need a lot of your leg strength to to be able to put on the moves that he does, especially having the, the uh, Patrick Beverleys and all the other guys of the world guarding you. You need to be, have some type of uh, strong base. And it comes within your legs, right? And calves being one of the most important parts of it. So when he jumped up, I've done that before, where it's like, oh, I feel okay. Oh, and I jump up, it's like, oh, wow, that was like a knife that just stabbed my calf. And, and I, I feel as though, they, like you said, I think he re-injured it. And since then, 
And sometimes, like, when you're, say if you wait about a week or two, and you're like, oh, it's okay. And as soon as you go mm-hmm. to, like, push yep. off, yep. it's like, you know what? Sit your behind down. You're nowhere near ready. Because it's it's like a month and a half, a two-month thing to be at 100% for him and the 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 most competitive that you can be that you can be in in whatever environment is the NBA finals. <laughs> so yeah. if you're not 100%, you can forget about it. It's not you're not doing nothing but hurting your team. Yeah, because when they're talking about okay, well he iced up and he did I I just if he was so close and so ready to play, then he would have been back home rehabbing the injury at home and not go, hopping on flights. On plane? Yeah, hopping on flights to go to Toronto. Like, if he was yeah. that close to playing, I don't think he's hopping on a plane to go to Toronto to make all these trips with the team. Yeah. The, the guys who, who make those trips are the guys who we know, all right, listen, they, they're either, they already had a surgery and, uh, you know, they're in the rehabilitation process, but they're not going to play, so it's not a big deal. We'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. You talk to any athlete, when you hop up in the plane, you know this better yeah. than anybody. Why am I speaking on it? Mm-hmm. Dealing with an injury, the second you get up in the on a plane don't you have some problems yeah dehydration well that's one you're going you're not going 200 you're going 3,000 plus miles maybe four I don't know 3,000 plus miles so you're on the plane going all the way over there and then you're not in your own bed and then yeah okay you have the trainers but you know you got 3,000 miles back like I just don't I don't understand like you said like it's conspiracy theory but if you are any way close to coming back why fly with them yep to dehydrate mm-hmm. your body and get all these different things while you're up in the air, opposed to like sitting home waiting for them to come back and knowing, okay, you know what, I'm going to be okay. Like I, like you're just adding. I, I, I just think you, I think they knew he wasn't going to play yep. the whole series. Yeah, I think I think they had a sneaky suspicion that he wasn't coming back. Yeah. Um, I think that maybe there was some potential for it, and whether he's told them that he reaggravated it, and again, this is just my my theory. Whether he told them I just reaggravated it, celebrating that win over the Rockets and and the way that they were playing or not, I think somewhere along the lines, the reason they're so disappointed is maybe because they thought that he was going to be further along, and the fact that he's not something had to happen between the time that he injured it and now if he was being so careful you would have seen some progress yeah, right yeah, yeah. and if we're at the point to where the there's not only is there not progress but steve kerr is kind of snapping at reporters when they're asking about it right. i just i just think something happened either it was much more significant at the at the time that it happened which i don't know that i buy or he did something along the lines and when he says in that clip i learned my lesson yeah. celebrating the only way you learn your lesson is if you get bitten in the ass exactly. right if something happens wrong or you burn your hand touching a pot you know not he to ever touch something on the that sto- calf big time i'm telling you man yeah i'm telling you so it takes a while. I don't. I don't. People don't really understand it. It takes a while, and I don't care if you're an athlete or professional or not. I don't care how much training you get. When you pop your calf, when you strain your calf, it's going to take you five, six weeks, and that's minimum. It's not no. I'm give me a month. I'm give me a you know give me three weeks and I'll be okay. No, and especially with Kevin Durant being the best player in the world, and and the best offensive juggernaut that we have. You need them legs and them calves yeah. to be able to perform. 
And if you if you're not 100 percent, it will re aggravate. It's not strong enough to even come back. Yeah. And I don't know. And this could be just the wear and tear from this many finals appearances or whatnot. But if we just think back and the NBA playoffs are so long that it's that it's hard to rack your brain with all the incidents. But I can remember a couple of different times, man. Durant was getting up slower and slower against the Clippers, yeah. got knocked down, got battered a little bit, was kind of hobbling. a little. Like, I, I think this team is showing a little bit of the wear and tear from making all these deep runs over the past several years. Yeah. And and I just think it's catching up to them, not to take anything away from Toronto, but I think we're seeing it, and it's just one right after the other. I don't but, think it's just coincidence. And that's how amazing LeBron James is. Like, I don't think people really understand. Eight straight oh, his finals. Health. Yeah, his health is crazy. Right, eight yeah. straight finals. Yeah. You're playing in the Olympics. You're doing all this stuff. You're being super dad. You're being super businessman. You're... I mean, come on. It's the same thing with Tom Brady. Look, I mean, it's every, ridiculous. Everybody, is it not? Every, like, you just assume, it's like you walk through a casino in Vegas and you watch the roulette table and you see the board and it's hit black like 20 straight times. I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to bet red. It's got to be red. Yeah. And it just keeps hitting black over and over again. Right, right. I'm telling you, Brady and LeBron James and their ability to continue to play at a high level at the ages that they do is crazy. I Listen, I'm telling you, I don't think people really understand that. And if you... Being that great, it takes so much discipline with your body because yeah. after a while, it's not even your talent anymore. It's your desire to keep your body up. Mm. And if because guys are getting younger, faster, quicker than you because you're getting older, and when you can be able to lead a team eight straight years, no matter if you win or not, like come on, like I, I, people need to give that man way more credit than he, you know. He's getting. Yeah. Uh, he is Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, uh, somebody saw this happening in the world of sports. It's a major development, but they saw it before maybe anybody else did. You'll hear from them next on FSR. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I bet you're smart Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. 
Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Jonas Knox, Catino Mobley here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, there is one, well, I, maybe there was more people, but the only person that we care about who saw this happening before it actually happened, and that man is Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher, who is a Fox Sports 1 NBA analyst, Bleacher Report, senior writer, also the host of the Buecher and Friends podcast, and he joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Rick, Jonas Catino, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. Um, this is your chance to gloat. This is your chance to uh, to walk that aisle, to showboat a little bit. You saw this happening with the Golden State Warriors before a lot of people did. You, you're in the Bay Area. You know this team better than anybody. So this 3-1 deficit, has anything yep. surprised you about it? I suppose the only thing that surprised me was last night in the fourth quarter. I was there and that they weren't able to sustain any sort of a rally or a pushback. It was about seven and a half minutes left where I just got the sense, and uh, John Barry, who was doing radio for ESPN, was sitting just a couple chairs down from me, and we looked at each other, and he, he goes, this thing is over. And, and I, you got the same sense, and then even with a minute left, down by nine, where – you would just think, at a minute six, something like that, where you think, okay, the Warriors are going to run it down, jack up a three, Steph's going to hit something crazy, now it's a two-possession game. They just never were able to mount anything down the stretch. And as I thought that this would be a, a matter of attrition, to see there be no fight left in them at the end of game four was, was, was the biggest surprise to me. And and the other thing I was thinking, and just in watching this series, and we were discussing this earlier, it really hasn't been all that close. I mean, Golden State had that great 18-0 run, um, and then they closed out the first half in Game 2 really well, and then they won that third quarter with the 18-0 run. But other than that, Toronto's really dominated this series. It's hard to find a spot to where if you're Golden State, you feel really good about it. Yeah, well, look, this is the thing that I just don't think that people gave credit to. You know, They kept looking at the names and not – the the condition of the players and uh, the whole idea that they were somehow still a great team without Kevin Durant was this is this is what put the lie to that and they they became a very top heavy team uh, you know they were dominant the last couple of years but they were it, it had changed from the strength and numbers this run started with a team that was versatile 
and deep. They had five guys coming off the bench that I don't know if it you'd, you'd say that they could have been a starting team, but certainly they would hold or expand the lead in a lot of cases. Their, their, their bench was one of the superior benches in the league. Well, fast forward to where we've been the last two years, or essentially since KD's come on the – I'd say KD's first year, they still had it. The second year, uh, last year we were already seeing. This was, this was dependent on Steph, Clay, KD, and Draymond carrying the weight. And <clears throat> take KD out of the equation – you compromise Clay. Uh, Draymond hasn't been the same all year long, and now you're looking at a vulnerable team against a team with Toronto that is, in many ways, what the Warriors were at the beginning of their run. It's their depth and their versatility that has made them the superior team. You, uh, Rick, what's up, buddy? You know, you make hey, a you make a great point. Jonas said the same thing about it being top heavy, and I agree. You know, it's so funny to me. It's just like, like you say, like even if Steph goes out or Clay goes out and uh, gets a, get a rest, you have McKinney, you have uh, you have a uh, Looney, yeah, Qu- yeah. They just they, they one game they did. Uh, Quinn Cook did really well as far as shooting, spacing the floor. Right. But I just don't – there's no impact like a Van Vliet. There's no impact like a Ibaka. There's no – you know, and McKinney, he's, he's athletic. It's just – something's about him to me. It's just – it's just not – you know, listen, and you, you've seen me since I came into the league, and not just talking about myself, just comparing it to McKinney, but just as a young player – I have to seize the moment a lot better yep. than what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes he gets lost out there, like he's not out there. And I don't know if it's – is it pressure of him or do, is he really not that good or is he I'm, – I'm just trying to figure out because, you know, this is a perfect time when Clay Thompson goes down or your your bench is depleted for you to come in and give me, you know, 15 points of, you know, as, as uh, athletic you are. Right uh, and and Quinn Cook a consistent ten to twelve like Van Vliet I, I need this I wanted to see that and I didn't see it yeah yeah I mean look some of it is the fact that you're not used to playing I mean, and and let's face it we we are talking about the NBA final right so you're suddenly being asked to play a much bigger role than you had previously mm-hmm. but the other part of it is that the Warriors collectively and the rhythm. Of, of their team is just not the same. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to get a lot of easy buckets, and if you just played your role, I think something that Kevon Looney has demonstrated, uh, demonstrated certainly early in the playoffs, that if you understand how they play and you know where to go and when to go and you know it like you don't have to think about it, you know, you just read and react, then you're going to be able to fit in and be surprisingly effective as a role player uh, the, the team collectively hasn't been as in sync. And then you're asking guys, I mean, it takes a special, you, you know this, Catino, it takes a special kind of guy to be able to play without the ball and just be able to move and then finish whenever the ball happens to come your way without yeah. anticipating that you're going to get it and be able to set it up. And so I, I just, I looked at those guys and, you know, they're nice stories, but there wasn't, they weren't necessarily built to be role players in the way that the Warriors needed them right. to be. But right. but overall, it's more that the team has not played 
all year long. I mean, this is this is the thing that I why I said it from the beginning. Like people, people looked at they didn't they didn't even look at results. I mean, they were getting they were getting their their butts handed to them in Oracle. They were losing by twenty five and thirty. They were they had statement opportunities that they whiffed on Christmas Day against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They just. That that wasn't that wasn't everybody chalked it up to indifference. I'm like, no, you know, they're they're pushing the gas pedal, and there's no reaction from the engine. Right. That's that's right. a worrisome part, and I, that shouldn't be surprising either. But it, it, Andre Iguodala and I just had this conversation. You're riding essentially the same horses five years in a row <laughs> right. to the NBA Finals. Right, that's and, a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, it's it, just because LeBron James did it. I mean, he's a he's a freak. That is yeah. the exception, not the rule. I said the same. Uh, Rick Buecher, Fox Sports One, uh, NBA analyst, senior NBA writer for Bleacher Report, uh, Buecher and Friends podcast host, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox uh, and Katino Mobley. Rick on on Kevin Durant. Um, yeah. Was he more seriously injured initially, or did he re-aggravate the injury, do you think, between uh, the time he went out and uh, sometime uh, before the NBA Finals? No, I, I, don't, know that, I, don't, I don't know that he, he re-injured it. It, it was, I was told it was serious from the start. I was told before the series started by people close to him, they considered it a 1% chance that he was going to play in the series. Uh, I've checked in with them since, and they're saying it's a 0% chance that he now plays in the series. The Raptors are not expecting him to play in the series. I don't, I can't explain why the, uh, well, I, I can only speculate why the Warriors presented it as being as uncertain as they did. And it's, it's number one because you want Toronto to think and prepare as if, hey, KD might be coming back, so they got to spend some time and energy on being prepared for facing a Warriors team with KD. And then the other part is just the the, the injury itself. It's not, you know, it's not a full blown tear, uh, from what I understand. It's not it's not a, a, a injury that requires surgery, and at the same time. Uh, it's not an it's not an injury that was as light as say Clay Thompson's. This was this was a this has kind of become a chronic thing for KD, and he said it's the worst that I've had. So I, I think they were very optimistic that he might be able to improve, but uh, the fact that he hasn't doesn't surprise me. What really is interesting to me is that he flew to Toronto for games one and two. Bingo. Jonas said the same thing. Yeah, bingo. It, because I think a lot of people interpreted that as, oh, he's close. And no. I thought, I thought, no, this means he's not, like there's no point in him staying back and rehabbing and he's right around the corner from playing in game three or game four. Because if that was the case, you don't fly cross country and back again. You don't put your body through that that travel grind and and you stay you stay home you you do everything you can 24 7 in the facility to get that thing right because you're very close to it happening and when he did that that's that to me was the sign that he wasn't coming back and if there was any hope like when it came up that he might play i was like okay well but then why did he go to toronto like (laughs) that doesn't it didn't make any sense three thousand plus miles crazy yeah back and forth and customs and 
you know, sleeping in a hotel and not having the, you know, the, the, the you're not going to have the same uh, uh, access to whether it's the masseuse or it's the cold tub or whatever it might be. And Rick, even if, even if I'm healthy, I feel like crap getting off a plane. Like I can only imagine dealing with that injury and Catino knows this better than anybody dealing with injuries and having to travel. That's one of the more under talked about aspects of the NBA grind that I don't think enough people bring up. Yep. No, exactly right. And so I don't, you know, Chris Haynes from, from Yahoo who has is connected. I mean, I'm surprised that, his when he, when he when he uh reported that he's a possibility for game 3 and is you know there's a good chance he's coming back there's optimism he can come back midway through the series i was slow to you know i basically went back to all my sources i'm like what's up with this and they're like you know it's ultimately up to kd but we don't see how he's going to be able to play so I hedged my bet because I know Chris has got a good relationship with KD and and is connected in the in the KD circle. So I, I, I assumed he was getting it from someplace legit, but it it flew in the face of what I had heard from the beginning. And uh, you know, by all accounts, I mean ultimately it's not over. Who knows? Maybe the Warriors win Game Five. He tries to make a, an attempt in Game Six, but. Uh, that's not what I'm hearing at this point. Uh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, Rick, you know, I'm looking at the, the, the way Toronto has constructed their team. Mm. And they're not a, you know, they're not a team that you, you want to watch offensively a lot, right? Like it's, <laughs> but, but defensively, that team is, I'm, I'm kind of like really dissecting them. I've been saying this for some weeks now. You yep. have like, all-world defenders in the post with Ibaka and Marcus Saul. Then you have, like, literally two of the best backcourt, you know, yeah. uh, uh, defenders out there, you know. Right. I mean, right. now you have Kyle Lowry, who's one of the best intangible guards ever, right, mm-hmm. from charges to deflections to just every single thing. It's really hard for a team offensively, especially if you don't take care of the ball. Golden State had 17 turnovers, and their starting five had 14 of them. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I mean, you listen, Rick, you've been there. You, you, you live in the Bay Area. They've always turned the ball over. They're always careless yeah. with the ball. It's just now, five years in, it's really starting to show because you're dealing with a Toronto team that has a stifling type of defense. What do you think? Well, there's two parts to that. Number one, they did they have turned the ball over a lot, but they did it because their offense was so dynamic. And for every turnover, you got two or three easy buckets, or you, it, it was. I mean, it, it's all been read and react. That's what's made them great. Is they have a lot of high basketball IQ on the court, and it's really them collectively reading the the defense and making their decisions off of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, at, at times, they there are risky things, but they were always aggressive, and that's where the turnovers came from. I agree with you a thousand percent when it comes to the Raptors' defense, and it's, it, it was what struck me in game one, which really changed my view of – because I thought with the rest and only four wins needed – I thought the Warriors actually could 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 win the series now, that they were going to rest, they were going to be able to gather, you know, catch their breath. Uh, the Raptors were going to be through a, a, a tough six-game six 
uh, uh, they're going to be through a, a tough grind through with the with the Bucks, seven game grind, and that ultimately that it was uh, their deep, their offense stagnating that that was going to be an issue, but then I saw game one, and I was like, this is the first time I'm looking at the Warriors matched up with any team, any team over the last three, four years, and I can say the opposition's better than them. Mm-hmm. They have better one-on-one defenders than the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, do. I saw that. And, and, and I was like, this, that is, as you know, defense can carry you through a lot of things, including stagnated offense. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That, was, that was where I went, you know what? The Raptors are better than people think, and the Raptors have a better chance of winning this series than people are giving them credit for. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That one-on-one defense is huge. He is Rick Buecher. And, and Rick, I was just going to mention you had, uh, and I, I read this earlier this morning, your article and your sit down, and uh, you and Rajon Rondo, I believe, you guys were at a Manhattan uh, beach. Was it a cafe? Just staring at the yes. ocean, just talking hoops. Yes. You and Rondo it was awesome. Oh, that's beautiful, dude! What a what a great Sunday afternoon, and uh, it was it only completed. Like Rondo was about. We're, the next time I go down, we're uh, we're hitting the beach cruises. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it was really well written, and if anybody wants to check that out, go to Rick's Twitter account. He's got the link up there on the Bleacher Report, at Rick Buecher on Twitter. It's fantastic. It's actually Rajon Rondo, unlike you've heard him before. So there's a lot of interesting stuff, tidbits, playing with LeBron, uh, his time as mentors with the Celtics, so on and so forth. So good stuff from Rick Buecher. Rick, thanks so much, man. We always appreciate it. My pleasure, guys. Thanks, uh, Jonas Knox, Catino Mobley here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we've got uh, – this is probably the most surprising development of the entire day for me personally. All right, so we're going to get into that next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, the gas man, David Gascon. Guys, what's going on? What's going on? Jonas, I'm surprised. Do you know where Manhattan Beach is? Because you're uh... – you're one of those valley snobs that doesn't like to travel below whoa, the 10 freeway. Whoa, whoa. Listen, I I live in Ventura County. I'm yeah. not like a Catino. Uh, Ventura lives, uh, County. Get yeah. the F I'm, I'm out of here. I'm a Ventura County guy, uh-huh. Dave. Uh-huh. Right. Malibu. The 805, Thousand Dave. Oaks. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not an 818 guy like Catino Mobley here. Says, <laughs> says, says the person that's going to Europe to have a lot <laughs> yeah, of fun. Yeah, no kidding. No, what a, what a blowhard. Wow. Yeah, I'm what a blowhard about. Dave is. My hey. vacations is Malibu, yeah. Santa Monica, yeah. Manhattan My, Beach. Mine is a Dollar Tree. <laughs> do they still make those? Yeah, I'd oh. bet your ass they do. <laughs> I was just your favorite yeah. target. Where do they got buy my deodorant? <laughs> well, the liquor store right yeah. down the street. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, Major League Baseball, a couple items real quick. Yankees got touched up a couple times. CC Sabathia did anyway. Indians lead the Yankees 4-2 to two in that affair. Earlier today, Tampa beat Boston in game one of a doubleheader 9-2. to two. And also in the National Football this is a kind of an interesting story. Uh, couple outlets right now pro football talk actually reporting this to espn analyst draft guru todd mcshay might be in position for a front office job with the new york jets his buddy and a longtime teammate at the university of richmond jets general manager joe douglas was a former teammate of his so he might find a spot for him at some point here in the near future shouldn't we wait to see how the mayock thing works before we start hiring tv analysts for these jobs (laughs) I don't know. Just a thought. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, John Lynch. I mean, do you 
Do you consider it? I mean, I, I guess that's gone okay. I mean, yeah. come on, really? I, I don't know. I just think a lot of people praised him, but you know, whatever. Yeah. What the hell do I know? With all that being said, back to Jonas Knox and Katina Mobley in just 10 seconds. First, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And Jonas, I appreciate that little going away present, the uh, blue diamonds. Those are considerate. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, I don't even. Good listen, I'm not going to. Uh, I, I'm not going to let you get me in trouble here. I'm trying to do a professional oh, yeah. broadcast oh, yeah. here, Dave. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you, David Gascon. We'll be back with uh, in the gutter with David Gascon, where he tries to get everybody fired and the network shut down later on. Uh, Jonas Knox, Catino Mobley here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, the most surprising development of the entire day. This will blow your mind because it blew my mind earlier when I found this out. Find out what it is next on FSR. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. He's Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we're going to dive back into, I mean, this is the story of the weekend, all right? We're going to dive back in to what is happening with the NBA Finals because there's all sorts of, of things going on that are tying into this. One in particular involves somebody who's not even involved, all right? But for some reason, that conversation keeps coming up. So we'll have that for you here uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, so we uh, we decided, be, and we've been doing this because we've been doing the show together, and Katino Mobley and I have been doing this through the Triple Crown races uh, when it comes to the horses, all right? So Katino Mobley and I did uh, the Kentucky Derby together. We did the Preakness. The Belmont is coming up in less than an hour from now. We have no idea who the hell is going to win. I don't even know who the horses are that are running. So we just figure, all right, we'll do what we did the other two races. We're going to throw names in a hat. Each one of us are working here at Fox Sports Radio. And there's like eight of us that are working here on FSR. We're all going to draw a name from the hat. And that's going to be the horse that we deal with. And that's going to be the horse that we ride with not literally, uh, uh, during the course of the race. So we decided, since Catino Mobley, Catino's a fedora-wearing guy. He is all about fashion. He is a fashion-first, fashion-forward kind of guy. You see him on Fox Sports 1. He's always wearing a fedora and a fancy suit. We decided, all right, there's no better fedora day here on Fox Sports Saturdays than during the Belmont, all right? It feels like a horse racing uh, a hat. It feels like something you would wear at the track during the horse races. So we decide, all right, let's all wear a fedora. So Catino's got his fedora, and it's really nice. I mean, that is a nice fedora you got on you. You like this one? Yeah, I love it. And the hat, too. Um, and then <laughs> I decided, well, I, I the only fedora I have, I bought in Cancun for 200 pesos, which I think is 10 bucks, at a gift shop in Cancun. The only reason I bought it 
it is because I was so bored because it was raining outside for my buddy's bachelor party that I just went to the gift shop and I wanted to buy something. And there it was. Gave him the pesos. Got my fedora. The thing sucks. My head is itching. It doesn't fit right. And it doesn't even look right. Lee DeLapp, our executive Don't producer. Don't believe that, people. It looks great on him. Well, Lee DeLapp. <laughs> this, is, this blows my mind. I told Lee... Last week, if you want a fedora, they sell them at 7-Eleven. You went to a 7-Eleven, right? I I did go to a 7-Eleven. No luck. Okay, so no luck at a 7-Eleven, which is surprising. That surprised me. So Lee decided, next best thing, where'd you go? I went to the uh, thrift store down down the street. All right, thrift store. Now- Catino Mobley, at a thrift store. I used to shop at thrift stores. I grew up poor. Yeah. At a thrift store. How much would you think you could get a fedora for? Already used, already worn at a thrift store. You know what? My, my answer, uh, uh, what, $20? $10? Okay. $10? Yeah, like, like 10 bucks. I would I see 10, 10, 10 bucks. How much do you pay for your fedora at the thrift store, Lee? Uh, before tax, $25. All right. So, and after tax is probably 90 <laughs> Exactly. Um, 25 bucks for a fedora? That some guy wore who's probably not even alive anymore? 25 bucks. It's not even new. A used fedora at a thrift store is $25? Lint all over it. Okay, thrift stores have completely changed for me. I remember going to thrift stores with my mom, and they do the $5 bag deal where they give you a grocery bag and say, whatever you can fit in the bag, 5 bucks. And we were shoving everything in there. I mean, it didn't matter what it was to try and fit in the bag. 25 bucks for a hat that yeah, somebody got, used? And, and Lee, uh, Lee um, I think the weather... Uh, his condition, the way he picked his fedora, oh. was a little confusing. Yes, yeah. Right? Because we don't get lint on ours, so right. ours is straw. It right. was a summertime. He has a winter fedora on. These the things reason- were going up 45 50 bucks yeah. at this store. Lee's hat yeah. looks like yeah. the one... Just like the temperature of your body when yeah. you got that on. Yeah. Lee's, <laughs> Lee's, wool, bro. Lee's hat looks like the one that Moonlight Graham wore in Field of Dreams when he was 90, <laughs> <laughs> before he crossed back over and he turned into Archie. Like It is, it is an old man's hat, literally... Probably dandruff in it. Who knows? And twenty five dollars later, can you write that off? Is that a tax write off? Oh, I'm definitely writing. Oh, yeah, you got to. Yeah, figure something out because man, twenty five bucks for a fedora. It's like an October November kind of fedora. It is. All right, so save that for October November, Lee. We'll do that. Uh, That'll be uh, that'll be fun. Like week week twelve of the NFL. All right, we got more coming up next here. Jonas Knox, Katina Mobley here on Fox. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So believe it or not, there are a couple of people that have been impacted by what is going on in the NBA Finals, and they're not even involved in the NBA Finals. We will get to that here coming up momentarily here on Fox Sports Radio. He is Katino Mobley. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you are taking part in the program on this beautiful Saturday, I'm assuming where you are, and if not, whatever, it'll go away. Uh, we are coming to you live from the uh, Geico Fox. <laughs> Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, I have received a text from the great Rob Parker. Uh, Rob Parker, who is uh, cruising around LA, just kind of hanging out, having a good time, and Rob Parker was listening to the show. And uh, Rob Parker sent us a text message. Now, I will reveal the contents of the text message if Rob Parker does decide to call in. So if Rob Parker actually has the balls to call in, I will reveal the text. So let's go live now to the mystery guest hotline, and let's go ahead and see who we have with us here. Is it Rob Parker? Is it Mr. No Way, No How that you can get at robparkershop.com that is calling in? No way, no how. <laughs> <laughs> or, the, or the Golden State Warriors going to win the title this year? It just wasn't happening. I never believed it for a minute. And and Rob, not, Par- without, not without KD. You know what I mean? Not without KD. Yeah, and so so you. And we were talking about this a little bit, Rob. Like, if you just looked at the series, Toronto's dominated the series. When you're watching that game last night and you're seeing how the third quarter's going, when did you realize it was going to be a fun night for you on Twitter? Uh, you knew it. Uh, there was at some point, every time they kept responding, and, and, you know, Kawhi Leonard put on what a show by him. He's a tremendous player. And I think everybody, a lot of people, they were living in the past on Golden State. On Golden State, I, I couldn't. If you go back and see how many NBA experts picked them to win in four or five games, I was flabbergasted. I couldn't believe it because I was like, I think you're thinking about uh, Steph Curry four or five years ago. I think you're thinking about Draymond Green four or five years ago, and you weren't thinking about how much Kevin Durant has done the last couple of years. So I was really surprised. And what, what did it for me on Toronto was what they did to Giannis. When they shut him down, he was a, he steamrolled through the playoffs. Remember, they won their first two games against uh, Toronto, and everybody was ready to crown him the next uh, king and best player in the league. And then all of a sudden, Kawhi clamped him down defensively, and they won four games in a row. And now they went into Oakland and won two games in a row. 
uh, after splitting in Toronto. So I, I think they'll end this thing on Monday. Rob, what's up, buddy? It's Catino. Catino, what's up? My man, I still owe you those. Uh, what do I owe you? Wings? What oh, do I, man, don't wings. even. Yes. Uh, I, listen, he's got a wing bet with everybody, and he makes so many bets that we all lose track of the ones that he loses I, yeah. because he just keeps making more yeah, with other people. He's, he's in debt best. to so many people on yeah, wings. It's disgusting. Oh, no, no, I got. Hey, Catino, I got 20 wing bets where I picked Toronto. So I'm going to be eating for the next few months. I'm <laughs> I love it. I love it. But no, you know what? Listen, there's no disrespect to Giannis because, you know, I think he's going to be a superstar. And then actually, he's on his way to me, especially if he get his jump shot, a consistent jump shot, be, you know, in the talks of one of being the best ever because, uh, you know, how he plays and how dominant he is. But just it just gives, uh, you know, Skip Bayless might not want me to speak about this, but <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is something special. I mean, it's 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 amazing how the Toronto Raptors has took on his personality as far as strapping down, even though they already have guys that are one-on-one guys. Tell me what the, uh, what you think about Kawhi Leonard and, um, and how exciting he has uh, been, even though he's been out uh, last year with the Spurs. Coming back this year has just been a, a hell of a year for him. It really has been. I picked them to make the finals from before the season started. I really did. Everybody was thinking about Boston because of the run they made with the kids, and then Hayward and and uh, and uh, Kyrie would be back. So a lot of people picked Boston. A lot of people like Philadelphia when they got Jimmy Butler. But I like Toronto only from this standpoint. They were a good team a year ago with Dwayne Casey. I think they won almost 60 games. And I know they got swept by LeBron. Everybody thought they were bums. And when they added a guy like Kawhi, who's been there, done that, finals MVP, wants the basketball, not afraid to take the big shot, plays both ends of the floor as Coutinho. And that's, you don't see guys like that anymore. That's why people are saying they, he reminds them of Michael Jordan. Not that he's as great as Michael, but that he plays both ends. And, and that's what I like the most about him. And then when you look at the rest of that team, there's a lot of veteran players and guys who have played in big games. Right. <clears throat> and I'm not totally shocked where they are. I'm not. Right. I thought it would be six games. It could wind up being five. Uh, Rob Parker, you hear him on Fox Sports Radio with Chris Broussard every weekday, that from 7 to 10 Eastern time. And then you see him all the time on Fox Sports 1. You can get him on Twitter, uh, at Rob Parker FS1 is with us here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. And, Rob, it's so we're watching Kawhi, and, and you being a guy who covered sports for as long as you did, if you had to cover Kawhi on a daily basis – it's probably not the most exciting thing in the world. The guy doesn't talk. He's not interested in doing the interviews. It's just not his thing. But I actually think with the and, – and if you're like me to where I'm so over the melodramatics of the NBA and some of the stories that aren't really stories that people turn into stories because somebody liked an Instagram post or a Twitter – like I'm just so over what? it. You could not find – the antithesis of what the current NBA is more so than Kawhi Leonard, who doesn't care about any of that. And I actually think it's a breath of fresh air. I totally agree. I, I just, he's out there to play ball. That's what he's there yep. for. He's there just to play and he doesn't care about his numbers. Doesn't care about anything. He just wants to win. And I love it. Every time people bring up about his, he just says, I'm, I'm trying to win a game. That's all I'm trying to do here. And I love that about him. And I also think he has a chance, I think he, to, to change the NBA, what we've seen. 
that you don't have to have a super team to win a championship. To me, if Toronto closes the deal, which I believe they will, they will be the ones who did it the old-fashioned way. Mm -hmm. They had a team already in place, and all they added a superstar to a good team already, and that put them over the top. They didn't need to get three guys together, you know what I mean, and gut the rest of the team in the bench in order to do it. So uh, this championship could wind up being a throwback to the way it used to be, and it doesn't have to be player-generated uh, player and buddy-generated and all that kind of stuff. You could take a look at a good team, add a superstar to that good team, and make it a, a great team. But, but Rob, Rob, you make a great point, but you got to think about it like this. You, you know, listen, Marcus Gasol is not <laughs> – I mean, Marcus Gasol was Defensive Player of the Year. You know, him and Ibaka played together uh, from the Spanish national team or whatever you want to call it for I don't know how many years. Then you have Danny Green who played with Kawhi Leonard. So you have a – you again, yes, the team is constructed of, of a defensive-minded team, but everybody in the league is not like a Kawhi Leonard. As great as Kevin Durant is – Kawhi Leonard does something different for a team, right? Defensively and offensively where he can carry and <clears throat> he may not be as emotional or sensitive to a lot of the scrutiny that goes on because people are always saying that he's boring or he doesn't talk this that whatever. He doesn't even he he doesn't even partake into when you say things like that. He's just like, you know, he's not a hero ball guy. Not seeing other right. superstars are, but he's like he he like like Stephen Curry. He like pushes all the nonsense away before it even tries to start and just plays the game. So it's forever teams to do that, it's kind of hard because you have a superstar like a him or a Stephen Curry. It's like you know what? I don't care what the junk is. Like I'm just here to play, no matter what they say about me, about this, about that. And Kawhi Leonard to me is just like he's a freak of nature also because he plays defense. He changes the game defensively, and it just so happened that his offense has expanded for himself, right, and then team. But that the way he, the way Toronto has been played, you got to think about it. This three, one, two, three. There's three guys on that team that came to that team that if they weren't there, they wouldn't even be there. Green, right, Gasol, and Kawhi. Right, but I, but no, I get that, but I'm saying it was organic. It was trades that were made right, right, to make right, them right, better. And that's right. all I'm saying is that it doesn't have to always be, hey, my, my you know, my, the AAU mentality. That's right. what I mean. That's yeah, I that's, the, that's the worst, saying it, the AAU mentality. Yeah. I hate like, that. You know this, it's, 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 <laughs> oh. I, the thing that I don't understand, and you helped me out as a as a former player, how do guys get off on on the three best players in the city getting on the same team and not beating anybody and feeling good about that? Right. I don't understand right. that. Right. Right. In the old days, didn't you want to be the best player in the city? Exactly. So you went up against the other guy. Exactly. Right? That's how I that's how I was raised out of Philadelphia. Like you went to go play the best. Like you didn't load right. up and then go beat somebody and think that like you're the best. Like you load it up. Of course, you if you get all the best ones. Of course, you're going to win. Right. It doesn't even make any sense. Right. That's why I love that it's this way. And I, I'm going to give you this. I could see Kawhi Leonard doing the same exact thing for the Clippers if he does leave yep. Toronto yeah. and heads to the Clippers because I love the team that they have already. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You add that superstar uh -huh. to them, uh -huh. I think he could be like yeah. a uh, add Kawhi, add water, stir, 
and the Clippers could be in the Western Conference yeah. or in the yeah. and and the and the Clippers are younger, so yeah. that's it's more sustainable for a longer period of time if he does go to L.A. Um, all right, so Rob Parker, the great Rob Parker, get him on Twitter at Rob Parker FS1. Um, we appreciate it. It's your day off. Uh, you were driving around. You were listening. You told us the show sounded awful. Can you make it better? And so then we gave. That. you Yeah, it's I'm unbelievable. I mean, he's going to go find wings. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Wings. Yeah, yeah, wings. Now, now, Rob, what are you doing on your day off? Let's just. Did you did you stop by either a TJ Maxx, a Burlington Coat Factory, uh, a Marshalls, or a Ross at any point today? I just stopped off at a Ross. <laughs> I just did. You know I did. And I looked through the I looked through the racks for some deals, you know? I just Did you I find anything? Up, I wanted up getting an awesome an awesome nice and a Nike polo you know, uh, golf shirt. Oh, it's brilliant. You're the best. It's been, listen, my uh, guy Rob. Uh, he's the best. Uh Rob, thanks, man. We always appreciate it. We love you. All right, guys. Yep, and the show sounds great. I'm listening. Awesome. Listening. Thanks, man. Thanks. And uh, and get a, a No Way, No House shirt at robparkershop.com. I ordered one. It's awesome. Uh, so if you want to support the support the brand, make sure you check it out. At Rob Parker FS1 on Twitter uh, is where you can find the link, or at robparkershop.com. Go directly there, and you can get one of those bad boys. So uh, he's Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, that whole uh, Ross, TJ Maxx thing, that's not a joke. Like we've talked about that before, because listen, he Burling- does that all the time. Oh yeah, Burlington Coat Factory. It's oh, all really? name brand stuff, yes, yes. name brand stuff that you get for a fraction of the price. Right, and right. so Rob and I have compared stories. His move though that he does, and it's one of the more bizarre things. So when Rob goes on vacation and he right. no longer wants his clothes, uh-huh. like certain clothes. Uh-huh. He brings those clothes on vacation and then just leaves them in the hotel room. No. So instead of taking him to the Goodwill, yeah. his thought is, well, maybe the cleaning man or the cleaning lady, she might know somebody who fits into these sizes. So mm-hmm. I'll just leave him in the drawers. And then he goes and he buys new clothes on his trip and then takes them back. Are you serious? It's the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. Gosh. It's great. I yeah, he, it. he's one of a kind. He's, he's one of the best. Uh, all right. It. So Katino Mobley, let's see. We're going to get into something. We've got two things we need to do here. This is a, a radio death. You're never supposed to do, do two teases. Somebody should tell Arnie Spanier that. Uh, radio death if you do two teases but tease number one we're making our belmont picks this is crucial all right because i believe one of us won uh the, the last time we did this we're making our belmont picks and we have no idea what we're talking about also somebody's been now being involved in the nba finals it's not even in the nba finals one of them is disgusting the other one makes a whole lot of sense we'll get to the bottom of that next year on fsr there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. He's Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, in uh, just a couple of moments here, we are going to dive in to our Belmont picks. All right, we are going to get into this. We've been doing this every single race. We've been on the air for the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness. We were on the air live when that horse threw off the jockey. And uh, and I don't think we gave that horse, I don't think we gave the horse enough credit. And, And I brought this up before. You know, finally a horse who just said, you know, I don't want this guy on my back anymore. Like, get off my back. And the horse had the balls to just say, take a walk, buddy, and then didn't finish in last place, which was impressive. So we've been on the air for all those races, and we're going to be on the air for the Belmont, which is coming up allegedly in like the next half hour. But who the hell knows with horse racing? How do you not finish in last place? And you you have no jockey on you. I know. Doesn't like, that... Whoever finished in last place, they should be fired. They oh, should yeah. never, ever, ever. Yeah, two years in prison. Yeah. Yeah, two years in prison. Um, bread and water. Yeah. That's that, that's uh, that's how it is. Um, all right. So, uh, Katino Mobley, I want to ask you this before we do our Belmont picks. Why is LeBron James' name being brought up during the NBA Finals? Because he's the best ever. Okay. I, I But I, I understand that he's the greatest ever. But it's this whole... After Steph Curry loses game 
four yeah, yeah. Uh, or game three, three, three. A, a game in which he played his ass off, yeah, was diving on the floor. Literally, I think that had to do with why he played poorly in game four because right. he, he, so he emptied himself yeah. gave so much. To, to try and win that game and played so well. And mm-hmm. instead of people just admiring what the guy did, trying to basically go out on his shield, all they want to do is go, ha, huh, now do you see what LeBron had to deal with? Right, right. Steph Curry's never compared himself to LeBron, LeBron James. Yeah, right. And I don't know anybody who's ever said that Steph Curry's a better player than LeBron James. It's like we're conditioned to where we have to bring up LeBron X amount of times or else we don't feel like we're doing him justice. His team didn't make the playoffs. Right. I'm sorry. You're not part of the conversation. This is mm-hmm. about the Raptors and the right. Warriors trying to bring in outside influence and other names just doesn't add up to me. Right. I don't get it. <clears throat> Well, you know, for me, I, for me, I'm looking at like whether it's Kevin Durant's calf, whether it's Clay Thompson, whether it's just the Warriors as a whole going five years straight. Then I look at LeBron James, where the history of basketball, your body has to be in tip-top shape. That's just to even play. Yeah. Not to dominate, and for so many years he's been dominating. You know, carrying teams. So I'm looking at it from that aspect. It's like being a pro, right? The closest I can tell to literally uh, as far as uh, the discipline is Kobe Bryant, right? And then Kobe towards the end of his career started to get a lot of different injuries or whatever. But he was a maniac. But he was a maniac, right? And that's like waking up at four. That's That's the lifting. That's the eating right. That's the getting sleep. That's doing all these different things that people just don't really understand and know. Andrew Bynum had that same work ethic. (laughs) (laughs) But like I'm trying my best right now at, at my age to really get back to my discipline. I've been on it for about two weeks now, whether it's egg whites and it's jogging and it's, um, you know, no alcohol and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's hard. But yeah. so imagine when you're younger and you want to do different things and you want to play at the highest level. That's why, you know, for me, that's why I bring up LeBron James because I know how hard it is to commit and not just commit, but to be dominant at it. Now, for people to bring him up with Stephen Curry, they're totally different people. One six eight, one six three. You know, one's like an all-world, does everything on both ends of the court, especially in his younger years as LeBron James, yeah. opposed to Stephen Curry's like his offense is his defense. What does Steph Curry weigh? One ninety? Exactly. Soaking wet. I mean, you know I mean? I, to, to see what he did, uh, and I just don't, why we can't appreciate, it, it goes back to the bigger picture conversation, and I think we've touched on this before. For some reason, we assume that if you don't win, or you don't win a title, or if you're not the victor, mm-hmm. that you're just sort of dismissed. No. Like, ah, oh, never mind, well, Steph, like you that. lost the game. Yeah, I don't like that. Man, there are so many things going on in that game that had to do with, how about the fact that, you know, Toronto couldn't miss from three at one point. So it didn't matter right. what Steph was doing, Toronto couldn't miss from three. The fact that that game wasn't more of a wipeout than it was is a credit to Steph Curry. Just because he lost, you don't look at that and say, get out of here see LeBron did like we know LeBron's an unreal Mm -hmm. unbelievable all-time great player Steph Curry having the performance that he had I I give him all the credit in the world and and you've talked about this as well too that people just have sort of not disrespected Steph Curry but I guess just kind of like oh yeah poo poo get out of here you're how could you not look at what that guy's done and not appreciate it? I don't understand. Yeah, and, and you know, you know, it's funny because it's like <clears throat> before Steph, before Golden State Warriors were winning, you know, it was 
every time a team, just in general, every time a team, whether it's the Patriots, whether it's whoever it is, Pittsburgh Steelers, whether it's, uh, I don't know, whatever, Boston Red Sox or uh, the Yankees or whoever it is, and you're winning a lot, before you start winning, people, oh, I wish another team would win. When that team starts to dominate, it's like, oh, I'm getting sick of them winning. Yeah, I want somebody else to win. What the, what the hell? <laughs> I want somebody else to win. It's like, <laughs> like appreciate the greatness. No kidding. Right? You yeah, have to no appreciate kidding. this greatness right now. You know what I mean? And and Stephen Curry, I love him. And, and what he did the other day, it was just one guy punching you in the mouth. That means Stephen Curry against Toronto. Where Toronto had like four or five guys yep. punching him in the mouth in one game. Yeah. So, yeah, of course you're going to beat him up. Yeah, you you can only do so much. Um, and and they talked to uh, like it's it's the line off the movie. What was that movie called? Uh, a river runs through. It. You remember that movie with Brad Pitt? A uh, river runs through, through it, where they're yeah. they're fishing mm-hmm. fishermen. Mm-hmm. And uh, spoiler alert: so Brad Pitt gets because uh, he owes a bunch of money, gets beaten up. Uh, at at the end, and he gets killed by this group of guys because mm-hmm. he owed him money. Mm-hmm. And his dad asked one final question. He said. Uh, was there anything else you can tell me about my son, meaning Brad Pitt? Mm-hmm. And his brother said, nearly every bone in his hand was broken. And he said, which hand? He said, his right hand. And his dad nodded his head because he was proud of him because he realized at least he fought to the well, end. Exactly. Literally broke himself to fight <clears throat> to the end. Right. You're watching Steph Curry literally run himself into the ground yep. to try and keep this series alive. And all anybody wants to do is say, ha, now you know what it's like, Steph. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Get a yeah. life, man. It's just people. How do you it's not crazy. appreciate it? It's so crazy. 47 points. <laughs> Unreal. Eight rebounds, seven against, assists, against, two steals. Against a great defensive team. team yeah. Where everybody's locked in on yes. him too. Everybody. And he's all you got. And yeah. and he puts up forty seven and still we complain. Yeah, I just crazy. yeah, it's it's mind boggling. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Catino Mobley here, Fox Sports Radio. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven auto. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Is it that time? Do we have any sort of theme music when we're making these picks? I don't know who these horses are. I sort of got Lee, you could throw in like a couple of strip clubs, and I would assume that's a horse. Name. I have no idea. I swear to God, I don't know who these horses are. Uh, I, the Belmont is the Belmont in New York. I, I believe the Belmont's in New York, if I'm not mistaken. So we have got all the names in a hat. Uh, they are all the names that in the the thrift store fedora hat that Lee Delap paid twenty five dollars for. Um, all right, so here we go. Lee Delap, you are first up. Uh, all the names of the Belmont. Uh, Lee Delap will make his selection now here live on the air. What do we got, Lee? What do you have? Oh, again, I uh, I uh, I got War of Will this time. All right, War of Will. I believe uh, he's one of the favorites, if I'm not mistaken. War of, War of Will is uh, is considered amongst the favorites. Uh, David Gascon, our national update anchor, has put down uh, the squat bar, and he is uh, ready to make his selection now uh, as he takes another protein shake. Dave, what do we got? We got uh, Everfast at 12 to 1. All right, Everfast. Okay, so there's uh, Dave Gascon with Everfast. Uh, here we go. Uh, let's go Ryan Smith. Go ahead and uh, let's let's see what we've got here. What horse did you pick, Ryan Smith? Uh, tax eleven and one. All right, interesting. That's uh, a you, dumb name. I, I, and, and, uh, the lion. <laughs> the lion. That's a dumb name. <laughs> the lion is now moved <laughs> to thirteen to one, which is not good news for you. All right, Garrett, uh, our intern is here to make a selection. What do we got? 
How you doing, guys? Uh, so I got spinoff uh, also at eleven to one. Okay, so this is all. So now we bring it in. So so basically, Katino and I get the scraps here. That's what we get here on Fox Sports Radio. What do we got, uh, Katino? <sighs> in this, make in this, pick. In this hot behind uh, I, fedora. I know. That, uh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It's burning. Okay. All right. Uh, what do we got? What do you got, Katino? I got. Remember Winston? Like Sir Winston? It was like a was was it a cigarette? Was cool. Winston a yeah, cigarette? Yeah, Winston's a cigarette. Right, yeah. so I got Sir Winston. Oh, nice. It's a 7 to 1. All right, so you got a cigarette. All right, so yeah. I will reach into the thrift store hat. 7 uh, Oh, I, right there. I, Sir Winston. I, I will reach into the thrift store oh, hat boy, now to make my pick, uh, and I'm reaching into this thrift store hat uh, that Lee DeLatte bought earlier today for it's Fedora hot. Day. Hot. Yeah, and it's an old person's hat because I just pulled out a <laughs> pair of dentures. If, uh, <laughs> so let me go ahead and put those down and look at this. Ooh, Tacitus, 5 to 2. All right, Tacitus at 5 to 2. That is my selection here yeah. on Fox. Did I have Tacitus the last time? I, I believe I, I think I had the uh, the horse who threw the jockey off last time. So there's no, I, the pick. No, I think did I? Did I? I don't know who had the. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know who. Uh, I don't know who it was. By the way, uh, uh, side note: another horse died at Santa Anita. No, I did. <laughs> yeah, twenty seven since December. Are you serious? Twenty seven. <laughs> What are they? Doing? I don't know. I have no idea. It's very bizarre. Um, all right. So, uh, Katino Mobley, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Up next, uh, we've got one of the more controversial segments anywhere on Sports Radio. Do not go anywhere. That is next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, the Gas Man, David Gascon. Oh, man. Guys, we've got a lot of things going on today. What happened to the Tom Brokaw drop? Uh, Isn't there the uh, Tom Brokaw? Uh, it was Commander David Gascon with the LAPD. Yeah, we got. Uh... Papa Bear on the board. That's all right. He's uh, he's new to this thing. Yeah, you guys have a feud going. I'll do another steroid. <laughs> Somebody's jealous. Hey, guys, stop locking the bathroom door. Come on, man. Oh. Wow. Give me a second. Uh, I got two more sets. <laughs> Hold tight! <laughs> you, guys, you guys done here? No, yeah, we're sorry. Go I'm ahead. Trying go to ahead, do a yeah, professional yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead, trending sorry. report here. Oh, on we're the, on the air? On the oh vast Fox Sports that. Radio Network. Yeah, sorry, Dave. Nationwide. Yes. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> guys, we'll start things off first in Major League Baseball going on right now. Houston's getting beat down by Baltimore. Four to one right now in the bottom of the ninth inning from Houston. Tampa Bay took care of game one in Boston over the Red Sox. And right now in the game number two, there is no score just yet. Atlanta leads in Miami one to nothing. Indians trying to close up shop against the Yankees at seven to four right now. In the home half of the eighth inning, CeCe Sabathia was chased early on in this ball game. And New York placed Masahiro Tanaka on paternity leave. And what quick note in the NBA, ESPN reporting the Rockets have restarted their contract negotiations with head coach Mike D'Antoni. Houston ownership has removed some buyout language that was kind of a a middle point in their original discussions. Back to Jonas Knox and Katino Mobley in just 10 seconds. First, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to Farmers. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
All right. Thanks, Dave. Uh, it is uh, Jonas Knox, Katino Mobley here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. Um, so we do something here on the show as we await the results of the Belmont, uh, a race that is pretty much irrelevant because uh, the Triple Crown winner is uh, is irrelevant because the guy that won and the horse that won the Kentucky Derby decided they weren't going to race in the second race because they had uh, a cold or the sniffles or an earache or whatever the hell it was. So that kind of made every other race invalid. <laughs> But, you know, the second race, a horse got uh, threw off the jockey. So we'll wait to see what happens there. And we will give you uh, the most uh, up-to-date play-by-play of that horse race as it happens. Right now, though, it is time for a little something we do on the show called this. News. News. He only finds the best stories. I got a news flash. Who the hell are you? It's In the Gutter with David Gagon. Here he is, the gas man, David Gascon, in an attempt... To get the whole network shut down brings you the following, Man, Dave. I hope we can get Papa Bear fired sometime here in the near future. Yeah, what, what's the that feud? Absolute cancer. Uh, what's the feud? Why are there you so many needles in there, sucks, man? man? What's the feud that you have with Ryan, our tech producer? He's just got an ugly beard. Dude smells. <laughs> Always I mean, asking for money. Dude's trash at his job. I mean, like, come on, man. It's just, that sounds like homeless people. You, you describe homeless know, like, people. What do we do? Has he got like a styrofoam cup and a cardboard? Oh uh, man, you have an. Excellent segue to story number one. Racist. Guys, a, a, <laughs> guys, check this out. A family in Pasadena, Texas, is a little upset at Walmart. See, what happened was Marcy Flores told a local news outlet that she wanted to make sure that her daughter's high school graduation party was perfect. So what did she do? She actually ordered a cake from Walmart, and the cake that she had made for her was actually styrofoam. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> Walmart delivered a styrofoam cake for her graduation ceremony. They didn't realize it until it was too little, too late. How awesome is that? Uh, who's the moron who tried to cut into it? I don't know. They have a video that was up on it, and people were like, because there's frosting on top of it. Okay. It's the best part. Right, so it's a display cake. Yeah. So it so did uh was it a joke? Was that the intent or did they really want a cake and Walmart just screwed up? Yeah, they wanted a cake and so Walmart acknowledged that they screwed up and they provided the the client or the customer hey, six, a $60 gift certificate uh, for Walmart purchases in the near future, but it came from the bakery department too, which was a bigger kick to the gut too. Uh, that is that is amazing. That's and, crazy. And, and for, for the graduation, one of the perfect graduation gift and they get a styrofoam cake. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like trick candles. You remember the first time you tried to blow out trick candles yeah. on your on your birthday cake? Yeah. What a pain in the ass. Yeah. What I remember my mom, this, this ought to tell you everything you need to know about me. My mom was my best friend in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom, when my my older brother was celebrating a birthday, it was when Jaws came out. And so Ooh. Jaws first came out. Mm-hmm. It was in the theaters, and he was always going to the beach here in Southern California. And he, like many other people, were terrified of the movie. Right, right. They didn't uh, want to go. Too. They didn't want to go in the water anymore. No, that's how I was. Yeah. So so my mom surprised him on his birthday cake. His birthday's in August. Jaws came out, I believe, in June or July. So we're talking a couple of months, like fresh wounds here. Yeah. Uh, okay. For his birthday cake, she uh, one of the decorations was this giant plastic shark. <laughs> like, he was literally he was really bothered by it. Like really bothered by. It. Listen, I've got a problem here. You know, I, I've got uh, there's an issue. I'm I'm bothered by what I saw in the movie, and you just perpetuated even more by putting on a plastic shark. So it could always be worse. You could uh, you could have your fears exposed. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. June first, nineteen seventy five. 
is when yeah. Johns yeah. came out. Yeah, I remember June or July. That's yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, you guys have been on on several cruises, I would imagine, in your time, right? Oh, God. Never. Never? You never no. been on a cruise, Catino? No. What about like a... Uh, you never like been a... on a cruise, Catino? No, no I have Hold never. on, let me climb up on the table. I've never... You've never been on a cruise. <laughs> I've never been on a cruise, but I... I, no, I've never been on a cruise. I did uh, rent a yacht for me and my friends. Okay. But I've never been on a cruise. Okay. Like, uh, All right. Let me tell you. <laughs> Check the, this the, out. The, the, the three-day cruise to Ensenada. And, yeah. th- and thank me later. Okay. Just don't drink the water. You d- don't drink the water? Don't drink yeah. the water, but everything else, trust me, get a hold of. You'd be yeah. okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Game on. Uh, bring up a good point with uh, chartered boats. Something happened down in Florida last week. A, a man, a gentleman that owns a chartered boat company, 36 years of age. His name is Mark Bailey. He's not going to get any good reviews on Yelp sometime in the near future because he was caught by several of his guests not only drinking, he was slamming beers, check, snorting cocaine, check, (laughs) firing off rounds from his 9mm Beretta as well, too. There was a couple guests on the boat that actually said, for the first time in my life, I didn't think I was coming back. I thought for sure someone was going to perish. I thought it could have been multiple people at the same time, end quote. This dude was down in Sarasota, popping off rounds on his own uh, charter boat Okay, company. now how many people were on the boat? Uh, this has 14 people. All right, so you met like 14 people in Sarasota. I'm trying to see what he did wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like, so, this isn't like Hazard County, like, like the okay, Gates of Hazard. So Dave, Dave li- li- list off all everything that he did again. So he did blow, shot uh-huh. off a nine millimeter, yeah, yeah. and then what else? And slamming beers. Okay, and slamming beers. Yeah. At what point, and this guy's the driver. Yes, the, uh, or drinking some rum too. Okay. Which one of those do you think was the first clue that maybe those people made a bad choice? and hopping on the boat. All right, because which one do you do first? All right, do you go with rum because beer before liquor, never been sick or that whole thing? Yeah. So so he does a shot of rum, and they're probably thinking, oh, he's the driver. One shot, not that big a deal. Then he starts shotgunning beers, and they're thinking, yeah, he's the driver. That's still kind of, uh, kind of alarming. And then he does a rail of Coke. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, we might have a problem here. And then pulls out a hand cannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, what, which one of those do you think first tipped off everybody on the boat that we made a bad decision hopping on this thing? It's got to be the Coke, right? I yeah. Well, well, I mean, it's Florida. It could be the coke, or it could be the gun. Yeah, I mean, the gun. The, I, you know, the gun might be uh, might be a little it, bit an issue. Maybe they thought it was a flare gun. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. In case they get lost. That is, uh, wow. And how much was the uh, charter ride? Did they say how much they paid for that? Uh, no, they did. He did fire off seven rounds, though, from his nine millimeter. That's good stuff. Wow. Seven rounds. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. So uh, so that, that that is good, That's Dave. That's incredible. Um, uh, by the way, now, because uh, this has become tradition in the gutter with uh, David Gascon here, uh, we have, we're coming down to the wire in the Belmont. Uh, they are they are running this race. They are, they are rounding the stretch, Dave. Nobody Dave, got thrown. Yeah. Do we have? Yeah. Nobody got thrown, so it's a boring race. Do we have uh, any sort of uh, update, Dave? Who's winning right now, and who looks like they're coming on strong at the end? You want is, to do play-by-play of this, Is it Dave? Jovia? I don't know. Oh, lead the lab's like think. yelling at me Where's through like some soundproof glass. Who the hell's Jovia? Where's number seven? What is Jovia? Jovia had the an R&B, what is it, an R&B singer? Jovia? Is that Fat Joe or yeah. John B? Yeah. Who that the hell was knows? Jaheem. All right, so who? Jaheem. Who the hell's yeah. Jaheem? That was the R&B singer. Oh, okay. Sounded like Jovia. Who was the number seven horse? I don't know. Okay, they kissing. Short, bald guy won. Yeah. There's number seven. Yeah. If, did you have seven? I had seven. You had the seven no, horse? No. I, you, Sir yes! Winston! Oh! Wow! Yeah! 
Katino Mobley yes. has won the Belmont. There you heard you it go, here baby. first. Breaking news. Thank K- you, guys. Katino Mobley has won we, the we've Belmont. We've been working really hard. We've been I'm working really you. hard. Breaking news. Unbelievable. Yeah, worked really hard. Katino sure. Mobley, what a year it's been for you. I huh? mean, you won the big three. Yeah. Now you just won the Belmont, yeah. And yeah. all you had to do to win the Belmont, this is how easy it is being a jockey. All you had to do to win the Belmont is reach in to lead the laps, twenty five dollar thrift store hat. Oh, there you go. Move the dentures over from the guy he bought it from, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. probably a package deal, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then pull out a winner just like Katino Mobley did. That's how you Sir do Winston. It. I like how Lee. I like how Lee set up. He was pulling out lint, which was originally probably lice or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah I, I would let's go wash your hands, Lee. I, I, would, I would just, just wash your hands. Your body um wow good stuff That's good uh, job katino yeah you like good, that one good pull like that one? there you like that one? Uh, big time uh all right so uh katino mobley jonas knox here fox sports radio uh, as we come to you live here uh from the geico fox sports radio studios coming up next um there is a move that is about to happen in the world of sports and it involves two other teams all right so one franchise is making a decision based on what they're seeing from two other teams we'll tell you what that is next here on fox sports radio at farmers insurance we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one seen it covered it talk to farmers we are farmers bum, 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 bum. underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state He's Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, we're going to tell you that there is a a theory and a conversation being had out there regarding the NBA Finals. Don't believe any of it. Don't buy into it. That'll be coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, if you want to go to the Fox Sports Radio Twitter account, at Fox Sports Radio, you can see all of our fedoras. It is a fedora day here on Fox Sports Radio in honor of the great Katino Mobley, who wears a fedora better than anybody wears anything. Uh, Lee DeLapp, the executive producer, and myself did our best. Um, I look like uh, a Cuban stunt double uh, for uh, for a really bad movie. And that's, that's not true. And Lee looks like uh, his is on backwards. <laughs> but I, I look terrible. Uh, Lee Lee's Lee actually works because he's got the button up shirt. I look atrocious. Catino looks amazing as always with his uh, with his fedora. So check that out at Fox Sports Radio on Twitter or at Catino's Life is where you can find Catino Mobley. C U T T I N O S Life, and you can check out those photos. Um, so the Houston Rockets apparently are now getting back into contract negotiations with Mike D'Antoni, and it looks like they're going to get something done. It, that's funny to me, right? It's like, weird how that works. Because you, you fired two assistants right. and not the head. Yeah. It's that, weird, weird how that works. weird. And they were top in defense, and one of the, the, the assistants that you fire was a defensive coach. Yeah. I it, have no clue how it, that This works. feels to me like the Rockets – seeing what's happening to the Warriors and realizing, you know, maybe we shouldn't just tear everything apart. Maybe we're not that far away. If we just wait them out, 
we might be able to take him over. <laughs> Honestly, because yeah. it doesn't like he was gone. We're talking about trade rumors and everybody's on the table. Mm-hmm. And now you see the Warriors getting exposed the way that they are. If they think there's a strong likelihood that Kevin Durant's gone next year, maybe the Warriors, uh, the Rockets look at this and go, we could just wait him out. We'll just yeah. bring everybody back. Well, well, guess what? Wait him out all you want because Kawhi Leonard's going to the Clippers and, and Kevin Durant may go to the Clippers because he's close to Jerry West. So if you wait him out, <laughs> the Clippers are going to be the ones that you're going to have to go past. So you think uh, you think Kevin Durant to the Clippers is a real possibility? I mean, that's what I want. I want Kevin yeah. and Kawhi with the Clippers, with those dogs that they have already. I was just with Montrezl Harrell um, this week uh, working out, playing at UCLA with Rico Hines in it. And uh, you know, I mean, it's it's early, but he's Montrez is working on some stuff, and he already has that dog in him. Oh yeah, I mean, but this guy just—he's yeah. relentless. And now, imagine him with Kawhi and the KD, and then Patrick Beverly, and you add some more pieces with Lou Williams coming off the bench. That's a really hard team oh, to yeah. beat. That's a hard team, and and well coached with a guy who's dealt with personalities and stars and whatnot, mm-hmm. and. You know, if you're Kevin Durant and you want to do the opposite of what you did last time, instead of going to the team that eliminated you, go to a team that you helped eliminate, mm-hmm. and and you kind of change the conversation. I think that would be that would be fascinating. But it feels like the Rockets maybe are taking a step back, going, "Hold on, let's just slow down here." Right. How far away are we really? And if the Warriors, seeing how they are right now, maybe they think they're closer than, uh, than they actually. I, I don't. Are. I think they're far away, especially how the defense. I mean, how their offense is played. James takes on too much. Yeah. Uh, Katino Mobley, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. There's a narrative in the world of sports. We don't want you to buy into it. We'll tell you what it is next on FSR. Get out of here, Lee, you savage. Oh, we're on the air? Katino Mobley, Jonas (laughs) Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. We are coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. If you are listening on the iHeartRadio app, we appreciate it. If you are listening on one of our hundreds of affiliates all across the country, we always appreciate you taking part in the program. Katino Mobley, we've been talking a lot about the NBA Finals. Um, look, and we were mentioning this earlier. If if you haven't figured out by now, by game four, that Toronto has dominated this series, I don't know what to do with you. I mean, I, I don't know what else. You can no longer be surprised by anything. <laughs> Nothing would shock me in game five. If Toronto came out and blew them away by 20, I'm not surprised whatsoever right, at this right, point. Right. I just, I, I think they're going to fold. I, you know, they don't have enough gas. I think they tried their best. They've been depleted. They're top-heavy, and a lot of the top-heavy guys are either older or injured. You know, and then I was one of those, excuse me, I was one of those guys that were like, listen, right after game two, I think they won. I'm like, yeah, they'll 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 get back to themselves. And then when I saw that Clay, you know, tweaked his hamstring and DeMarcus, you know, wasn't himself uh-huh. in the third game. Uh, I mean, or the, actually, was it the third or fourth game or something like third third game? I'm like, yeah, they don't. They don't have enough because I don't know who said it, whether it was Rick. Yeah, I think it was Rick who said it. It's Toronto has really good one-on-one defending guys, right? So, and having that, having one-on-one guys that can defend the ball, five, six, seven of them, their whole team is so good defensively that it wasn't a surprise to me, but it was just like Golden State, if, if healthy, 
they had a better chance. Mm-hmm. But because they're so depleted and they've done this for five straight years, your enthusiasm, as much as you're a winner or not, the Groundhog Day does become boring after a while. So yeah. I need something else. And Rick Buecher of Fox Sports 1 uh, joined us earlier in the program, and he talked about it. And Rick has been covering the Warriors and lives in the Bay Area. He knows that team better than anybody. Rick has been saying this all along. Guys, I was watching home games this year to where they were getting blown out by 20 mm-hmm. or 30. Mm-hmm. This is not the same team. Right. There's a problem there. Right. Trust me when I tell you. And I, that's a guy who's watched them all series long. So he's been saying Golden State's not going to win the finals. Mm-hmm. This is a different team. Mm-hmm. And then you add on top of that the injuries. And because they are so top-heavy, like we talked about, the bench isn't what's there. Look, it's what makes what the Patriots do. That That's so much more impressive because when you're a great team, what comes along with that is you're picking towards the bottom of the first round every single year, yeah. which means the talent gets, you know, thinner and thinner as the draft goes on later and later, unless you find some real gems like a, a Draymond Green in the second round. Mm-hmm. And Golden State, it's like you can only do so much. And they've got these superstars that their bench and guys that they don't have guys you can count on consistently coming off the bench like Toronto can with a Van Vliet, for example. Yeah. And, you know, listen, uh, KD, they recruited KD, right? KD didn't recruit them. So I think, listen, they won two championships with KD being there. That's great. Uh, you know, KD helped them out the last couple of years, get past LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, blah, blah, blah. But you come, you look at it, you think about it right now, it's like I was, I would have been fine with just like a guy who, uh, two or three guys that were really good role guys yeah. to, to kind of help Clay and Draymond and um, Stephen Curry with the Eagle Dollar and, and Sean Livingston. I would have been cool with that. And I put, they, they would have had a, even they would they would have had a chance even without KD if they had a better bench a, be- yeah. a more solid team. But when you don't have KD, you know the freak uh, of nature offensively, and then you have a Demarcus Cousins that's coming off a torn Achilles and then a a torn calf, like I mean a torn uh, thigh and and not in game shape at all at all. Right? I mean you see him game yes. three, he just had no he had nothing else. Slow, heavy he had feet. nothing else. Yeah, he had yeah. nothing else. And I mean listen. Build your bench. You have Draymond, you have Clay, and you have uh, Steph. Build your bench because it seems like Sean Livingston is already checked out, right? And I love him to death. He was my guy. You know, but, I mean, he's, he's on his way of like, you know what? I gave basketball my all, and now I'm going to retire yeah. after this year. And, you know, hell of a career. Well deserved. Well deserved. I mean, the the, the most gruesome injury I've ever seen in my life is Sean Livingston. And I was the one who passed him that ball. That's the crazy thing. We were playing for the Clippers, and I and, uh, I don't know if it was a steal or whatever it was, and I and I lofted it to him, and he was by himself, and that happened. And he's such a good guy. Yeah, he's such a good guy for that to happen. And then once he like worked his way back and to win, you know, three titles, I'm super happy for him because he deserves it. And I said this before he got injured, uh, because he was he was uh, dealing with injuries at a younger age. And if he's never, if he never got injured, I'm telling you, he went down as one of the best point guards ever. He, they were talking about him like a Penny Hardaway type. I mean, he, he was, was a long point Jonas, guard. Jonas, he was so good. He yeah. was so good. I'm telling you, this I remember. So smart. It's it's unbelievable. And he <clears throat> he just knew how to play basketball. Yeah. 
He was amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Katino Mobley, Jonas Knox here <clears throat> on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Livingston. And so here's where this conversation comes up. And, I, and I'm seeing this being brought up, and I don't want to hear it. Because um, I just think this is part of the game. So if we were to go down the Warriors lineup, who has dealt with injuries in these playoffs? All right. So let's. So look, Clay Thompson, we know he's dealt with injuries. Um, Draymond Green dealt with injuries earlier in the season. Steph Curry dealt with injuries earlier in the season. Kevin Durant clearly dealing with injuries. Kevon Looney's got injuries. Right. Andre Iguodala's not right. 100%. Right. So if you go down the lineup and you look at all these injuries and how they're mounting up, a lot of people may look at this finals and may say, yeah, Toronto won, but you know Golden State was all banged up. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I just think that's part of the deal. Yeah. Like, there's a reason that trainers and people on the training staff get championship rings too, Mm -hmm. because they're important. Mm -hmm. And I think this is part of what comes along with it. So I don't want to hear anybody say, well, congratulations to the Raptors, but okay. Just like, I don't like it when people say, yeah, the Warriors beat LeBron and the Cavs that first year, but man, this is part of the deal. Yeah. Uh, being available, you know, what they say, greatest ability is availability. Exactly. And, and you're either available or not to play. Kawhi Leonard's nowhere near 100%. Yeah. He's dealing with stuff. So right. I just don't, I don't like that, that some people are putting a damper on the, what the Raptors are doing just because of injuries. I think injuries are part of the process and part of how you become a champion. No, for a fact. I mean, you got to think about it too. Like, you could say the same thing of, of, of Golden State when they win. Like teams that they've played were injured teams you as well. Could, you could play that. They every, weren't fully yep, loaded, yep. and and I think it's just that. And and Rick, we were talking about this earlier, and I was saying, you know, because Golden State is so smart and their IQ is so high, I would have. And looking back at it now, you could say that. But, I mean, I would have just given McKinney and, and, and Cook and them a lot more time early on so this big stage, it wouldn't be so overwhelming, mm-hmm. right? Because McKinney's lost to me. Like, it's just certain situations I think he needs to take advantage of and he can't because it's like he's playing with inside a system. And you can still play within the system and dominate because he's athletic and he can shoot and he can defend, you know, at, at times. So, and, and Cook, you know, and Cook is – you know, I think he's a solid point guard. But I think because they didn't play enough or a lot during the regular season, it's kind of showing now when it's crucial for the team to really need them, right? Because when you you look at their 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 uh the minutes that was distributed uh in the game four, I mean it was it was heavy. It was heavy yeah. for the the starters. Right, and then now you get you bring these guys in, and you played four you played four guys off the bench, and maybe one or two of them even gave you any type of, you know, game. But Looney was five for eight. Other than that, nobody else gave you anything. Yeah, I mean, there's forty one, there's thirty eight, there's forty three, there's forty two. That's like a lot of minutes. That's a lot of minutes, and then you sticking these guys in to give you what. Right, like your bench usually it's like a Lou Williams. Your bench is supposed to come in and either keep it the same or change the whole perception of the game, and they don't do that. Well, I think it tells you a lot when a move is made by a team. It tells you really what's behind the move. Rob mm-hmm. Parker and I talked about this when Kevon Looney and look, we were all told he was done for the series, mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the injury, whether it was a broken collarbone, more towards the rib, whatever. But we were all to- told he was done for the series. When they announced <clears> that he was going to play last night, mm-hmm. Rob Parker and I both said, 
it's kind of a desperation move. Yeah, like yeah. that that Kavon Looney is the guy you're gonna have to depend on, and he's nowhere close to like it basically a sixty percent Kavon Looney is what you need to try and beat the Raptors in the finals. They made a move, look, late in the season that you can look at now and go, maybe that was a sign that they, they saw the writing on the wall before anything else. When they signed Andrew Bogut, Andrew Bogut was in the Australian league. Right. Like that that was a guy that they wanted to bring in because they realized we've got a problem here. Let's bring in Andrew Bogut. It's Mm -hmm. like when the Patriots made a trade uh, for James Harrison, and I love James Harrison, but he was way past his prime as a player. Mm -hmm. But when you're bringing in a guy like that, and that's a help to your pass rush at that time in his career, that ought to tell you that there's an issue with the pass rush. And what happened in the Super Bowl? Nick Foles threw all over the field on him, and they could get no pressure on him. I just think there are moves that are made. You always know your body, and you always know yourself better than everything and you know what you need and what you really are and I just think that maybe Steve Kerr and the Warriors organization realize at some point this year much like Rick Buecher yeah this just doesn't feel right it just feels different and and, and, and point taken I I think this offseason say you lose Kevin yeah cool okay you lose Kevin the best player in the world like you can't cry about it you know but I think what you have your core I think you just build the bench that's what I think. Yeah. You build the bench, and you try to re- you try your best to replace Sean Livingston, right? And that's a six eight point guard, right? That doesn't demand anything, and he makes the right plays. And then you have Anika Dalla, who you know, he's kind of swaying whether he wants to retire or stay or do God knows what. He looks banged up, right? Man. He looks banged up because yeah. it's a lot of minutes yeah. on them little legs that he has, you know. So, I. Build your bench up. That's all I can really tell you as far as um, a Golden State because, listen, the Clippers are going to get better, right? Uh, um, Hopefully the Rockets get better. Uh, You have Toronto. Yeah, Portland's going to get better. You know, their center's going to come back strong. It's not going to be easy. And and Milwaukee's going to get better. You know, Giannis is not going to come back thinking, like, it's sweet now. Denver's now got playoff experience to fall back on. It's a lot going on, so... It's gonna be a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough one for Golden State and this may be the end of it. I don't know. Yeah, it's and it look, it's been a hell of a time to watch the Golden State Warriors, one of the most fun teams I've ever seen in my yes, life. That's if, true. The, if this is it, one of the you most know fun funny, teams. They're, they're like to me, they're like when I played early on in the two thousand early two thousands, it's um the Sacramento Kings. With C. Oh, okay. Webb and yeah. Roddy and those guys, so we just that was a the fun team, around. man. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah, I love those uh, guys. Peja Stoyakovich, oh, Brad Miller was there. Yes, yes, uh, Mike yes. Bibby. Mike Bibby. Now, now was that before or after Brad Miller and Greg Ostertag put um, dead animals <laughs> on Mike Bibby's car, and he retaliated <laughs> by crapping in his hand? That and was in it on 2004, yeah. 2004, 2005. It was the funniest thing <laughs> in the world. Just, oh, it was unbelievable. Yeah, because I, I, two things I didn't know until last week. One that Mike Bibby was a germaphobe. Oh, ridiculous. Like, I had no idea. Ridiculous. So he's like Howie Mandel. He's got to, like, have sanitizer no, on him whenever he shakes their hand. That's serious. He's yeah. not playing. Mike, don't play. Yeah. So I didn't know Mike Bibby was a germaphobe, and I also didn't know that Brad Miller would put a dead animal on his door to Literally, freak him out. Literally, uh, Mike went crazy, bro. <laughs> Mike went crazy. I, it was... The, 
Funniest thing in the world. <laughs> and Mike, when he gets mad, he is for real mad. And that would man, that was before he started uh, uh, doing curls with like tree trunks. Because uh, nowadays, <laughs> Mike Bibby, he is a yoked out he dude. Mike Bibby, Jack, you yeah. see that? Yeah, all natural. I mean, all, just uh, you Mike, know, no leg days. Huh? Uh, pro, just don't want to do no I legs. Mean, he is yoked uh, to the gills. So, uh, so good for Mike Bibby. But, uh, but no, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Golden State handles this offseason move forward. Uh, he's Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Want to let you know that we have great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see. If you could save 15% or more on car insurance, go to geico.com and see how much you could save. Katino Mobley is a bad man. He grew up in Philadelphia. And in Philadelphia, you fight. And then after you're done fighting, you fight some more. <laughs> yeah. So if Katino Mobley, say, were a member of the Toronto Raptors and an owner shoved him for no reason when they got to the bench, how would Katino Mobley, a guy from the streets of Philly, handle that situation? We'll get to the bottom of it next year on Fox Sports Radio. do that uh, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Talking a lot about the uh, NBA Finals and Game 5, which is coming up on Monday. And uh, at this point, nothing would surprise me. You you think that this could be the Warriors just kind of saying, look, it's over. Despite what Draymond says. They had a great run. Yeah. They had a great run. Great run. I mean, it's just that you, you just, you need more and they don't have it. Yeah, they don't have it. And and look, the end is never pretty for anybody. Uh, you can go to any sport, um, and after a while, you you kind of forget about how it ended. So you can go to any sport. You can go to the NFL. Emmett Smith was an Arizona Cardinal. Mm-hmm. That was weird, but nobody yeah. talks about that now. It you kind of forget that. You don't yeah. even know. Joe Namath, I think, was a Ram. If I'm not mistaken, I think he ended his career with the Rams. Um, you know, like you just you sort of look around like Jerry Rice, I think, was a Seahawk, um, you know, in, in the NBA. I think uh, wasn't Hakeem Olajuwon a Raptor? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was a Toronto Raptor because of the uh, because of the Muslim uh, uh, congregation that was up in Toronto. Oh, yeah. I guess, you know, that was one of his reasons. Why yeah. Got up there. And and so, look, the ending is never pretty for anybody. Remember when uh, Sugar Ray Leonard's last fight, he got just smoked. I forget who he fought, but Sugar Ray Leonard, one of the great fighters of all time, oh. and got annihilated. He was amazing when he yeah. was younger, huh? Yeah, got annihilated. But you don't think about the ending. You think about how great the top was, and Golden State's going to go down as they're a dynasty. A dynasty yeah. franchise yeah. In, in this day and age should be respected more because there are so many options out there. Um, one of the stories, though, that I'd love to get Catino's thoughts on, Mark Stevens, who's the uh, owner, part owner of the Warriors or investor, whatever the hell they want to want to call it because they think something's uh, – and that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. But puts his hands on Kyle Lowry in Game 3. Why, I have no idea. Uh, Kyle Lowry simply went for a ball in the stands and he shoved him for no reason. He's the owner of the team, part owner of the team, sitting courtside. He gets fined $500,000 and is uh, basically suspended for an entire year. Can't come back. Kyle Lowry, to his credit, handled it amazingly. Yeah, he did. Now, Kyle Lowry's a Philly guy, right? 
Yeah, he is. Yeah. From North Philadelphia. Yeah. Yep. Something tells me not all Philadelphia guys are created equally. And something tells <laughs> me that uh, that not all Philadelphia guys would have handled that as calmly and as maturely as Kyle Lowry would have. Katino Mobley, you're a Philadelphia guy. Yeah. Dude like that puts his hands on you and you don't you don't know who he is, let alone that he's the part owner of the team. How's that going? You know what? I would I, I don't even know whatever I I don't know. I, it's just so many things that go through my mind Did you at pay the moment. Russian? Did you yeah, pay you know what I mean? Like so, I just small. so many things that go through my mind because he didn't crash Kyle didn't crash into him. No. Right? And Kyle's a good dude, right? And and Kyle's better than me because if he would I didn't even crash into you and I didn't hit your wife. I didn't hit anybody. And I'm just, you pay for those seats so you can see a great game. And I'm just hustling. So for you to put your hands on me, that sense of entitlement, now, because I'm thinking like that. I'm not thinking about nothing. I'm not thinking white, black, nothing. I'm thinking you have this, you have an entitlement, right? So now, because you're rooting for the Warriors, whether you're an owner, whether you're just a fan, and everybody else was nice to Kyle. When he crashed, because they understand. Yeah. So for that guy, just think about this. Everybody else is nice. The wife was nice. The guy that's sitting next to the wife was nice. The other people that Kyle crashed into was in the second row were nice, right? This guy, you can tell he's pompous, right? You can tell that he has this ego. He's a narcissist about things. Because when this happened, I, I'm worth two point something billion dollars. I'm an owner, so I can push you. Like if, to me, that sense of entitlement to me, I would, I would, I would. Listen, he he better than me. Kyle's better yeah. than me because I would, I would have waited afterwards. He'd have had bodyguards, and we'd have to talk about that face to face like men. And the same, that same energy you had when you pushed me, I want you to have that same energy in in the tunnel. I want you to have that same because you you're allowed in the tunnel. I want you to come in the tunnel to have that same energy. And now some people are upset with the punishment. They think it should have been more. And if you wanted to make it more, I'd have no issue with it. I I don't like. Um, People that try and people that aren't the show who try and make themselves the show, right? Whether it's somebody throwing stuff at an arena or a heckler at at a comedy club, <laughs> or <laughs> I just I'm not a fan of it. I think you should respect what's happening and what those people have put in to perform at the level that they're at. And you're a spectator because you want to watch them. Right, you know, right. like, like what happens when when people cl- uh, climb the cage at a zoo and want to go hang out with the uh, 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 with the the lions and the tigers or want to jump in the pond and swim with the hippopotamuses. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you get bitten in half. Exactly. Okay, remember exactly. Jaws? Exactly. Remember Quint yeah. from Jaws? Exactly. That's how that goes. Exactly. So there's there's a reason you don't do it. You respect what they are and why you're there, and that's it. And that guy, for no reason, like there was no trash talk. Would, there he, was nothing. would he have done that if he was at the movies or if he was in a grocery store to Kyle or to anybody? No. He would not have done it. it he, felt, he felt entitled, and he knew that if anything did jump off, that everybody would come and save him if Kyle would have started beating his head it's in. It's crazy. Like, I just, I don't understand why. I, I, honest to God, the only thing I can think of, and I made this joke during one of our breaks, and I, I'll, I'll clean it up a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. The only thing I can think of is that was a guy, and because who who was he sitting next to? He was sitting next to his wife, yeah, Mark Stevens. Wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's sitting next yeah. to his wife. Kyle Lowry jumps into the crowd, and his wife gets up. Okay, she was the one that would have been landed on had Kyle Lowry gone all the way into the stands. Right, right, right. That was the behavior of a really insecure dude 
who <laughs> sees another man, another athlete next to his wife, right. and I think maybe acted out because maybe there's some sort of a, a past with something along those lines <laughs> to kind of clean it up. That's that's what that's what I took it as yeah. because nothing else about it would make any sense. Why to me. you so? What are you so angry about? Yes. You worth two point three billion. What are you so angry yes. about because a uh, because a player dove into the stands for a ball? Uh, either some something has happened either in the past or something was said during a game about Kyle Lowry possibly right. and maybe he it was a very sensitive situation at that point in time because she didn't do a damn thing wrong right, right. nor did anybody else right. nor did Kyle Lowry it was simply and he Mark kept Stevens. repeating F yourself yeah. F yourself Who'd you, F yourself I mean, what an idiot so so nothing about it makes sense to me and I, I said this look people may want him to have a lifetime ban whether they give him a lifetime ban or not He's got a lifetime ban. Yeah. You will never see that guy sitting yeah, courtside again. Yeah, he can forget again. about it. First of all, it's a privilege to be alive. That's one thing, right? Like being alive. And then you're a billionaire, okay? And you're a part owner of a team. You're a minority owner of a team. So to sit there, like, you know what? You need to be stripped, man. Like, if that's how you're going to use your power, get out of here. You don't represent Golden State. And I don't care. That's not a mistake, and see, a lot of the players for the Golden State Warriors, like, well, you know, he's learned from it. I'm pretty sure that he, what he, know what he did was wrong. Bro, he, you know how many times he's been in court side seats? He, he, he will. He know not to put his hands on another grown man. If if you were him and you made a mistake like that and say you bombed, whatever, made a mistake like that, would you ever show up courtside to a game again? Yeah. I never would. I, never. Uh, first of all, I'm not even going to touch another grown man. No, I'm, never. Another grown man? Never. And that's why when you do something that dumb and all eyes are going to be on you, like, I, I'm going nowhere near a courtside seat. So they may not have officially Kyle given him. Kyle could have hurt himself. He's yeah. getting up, and while he's getting up, he's trying to check to see if the lady that is in the second row is okay, and you know, they might spill anything. Blah blah. I'm looking at the whole transaction. He pushes him, like something could have been hurting on me, right? For me diving for the ball, and you, you still, and you, you, you have anger in your face about pushing someone. Man, I wonder how many fights this this man Mark Stevens has gotten into in his life. I wonder. I just, I, I don't. I, For you I, to be so tough. Yeah, I just, I don't understand. Honestly. What are you taking, uh, Taibo classes? I know. You, <laughs> you that tough, buddy? Tai Chi. Yeah. I just, I, I don't understand. What would have happened, though, had Kawhi Leonard swung on him and then Mark Stevens puts him in like a Darce choke and just puts him to sleep? <laughs> you imagine that? Like the, the biggest reversal of all time. <laughs> like, like, oh, you got what you're looking for, no, young fella. Yeah. <laughs> like, I knew I could land that yeah. on you. Yeah, it, it's, it was one of the more, so again, whether he just he, a pompous guy, arrogant, he acted like an idiot, um, and he acted like somebody who was very threatened by Kyle Lowry. Ugh. And look, guys know this. The only reason you're threatened uh, by another guy around your lady is because maybe something in the past or something led up to that threat. That's all I'll say. Nothing that Kyle Lowry did, but maybe there was more to that story there. Um, yeah, so I, I just don't think we'll ever see him again. What was those quickly before we get to uh, uh, to David Gascon for the latest? What was the, the, the closest you came to swinging on a fan in your MB? In fact, you know what? We'll go ahead. Should we tease that? All right, Katino Mobley is going to tell us. I'm going to I'm going to save this. All right, Katino Mobley is going to tell us. I have one. In 15 minutes from now, the closest he ever came to beating the F out of a fan. All right, <laughs> so that'll be coming up 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, uh, let's go to David Gascon for the latest from around the world of sports. Gascon. Yes, Tom Brokaw. Oh, man, I'd love to swing on Ryan Smith. 
Maybe two what are you, six you, foot, you, you hit the floor. You're six you foot five, time, pal. six foot six. Now, I would now, chop you in half. Dave, son. When, Dave, when you say swing on Ryan Smith, do you mean throw a punch? Because there's a lot of ways that, that could be taken. What? Just saying. Like to be appropriate right now just while I'm on the radio. I'm just our, our parents are listening. Trying to uh, friends and family. It's not five o'clock yet. Chill yeah. out. So, <laughs> this is not safe harbor for you. Los Angeles voice for us. Just saying. Listen, just make a chair here. Clearing things up. Well, what did you mean exactly then? Just uh, not listen. I'm not just here to uh, just trying to clear things up here, Dave. That's all I'm doing here. Appreciate just trying that. to land the plane. <gasps> you know what I mean? uh, the big winner of the day, Katino Moby, right? Sir Winston yes. has moved like to the center of the track under Joel Rosario to take the lead. On the inside, Jovia fights on. Tacitus is there. And then Tex between horses. Master Fencer on the far outside. They're coming to the finish. And Sir Winston has won the Belmont Stakes. Not bad. 10 to 1 odds. And unfortunately for the rest of us, nobody got thrown. So, it's all good. Belmont yeah. Stakes. In the what race. a bummer. <laughs> hey, look, play the hits horse racing. Throw a jockey off for God's sakes. Yeah, we had what do we have? We had a jockey being thrown and the other one we had yeah, a deep, interference. A, DQ. <laughs> I tell you, man, horse racing this year has turned into the WWE. Right. You got like outside interference, guy gets thrown off somebody's back. Horses dying in Santa Anita. Yeah, 27 now. We yeah. got 27 horses, but nah, I don't even worry about it. It's and it, apparently they got the, what's the big, um, uh, the biggest two days in horse racing? I forget what it's called. Um, Breeders' Cup. They've oh, got okay. Breeders' Cup is at Santa Anita this year in November. Oh, yeah, man. at Santa Anita in November. Oh, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I, you know. <laughs> By the way, are you guys? Uh, I don't know if you do, but uh, Katina Del Mar, you guys go down down to San Diego. I've, I've never been down to Del Mar. Oh, yeah, I have. To, I have. Oh, man, I've I've heard good things. Man, yeah, it's great. It yeah, is I heard, like it's nice down there. Yeah, it's it's like the weather Sw- too. Schwarzenegger and Predator with a minigun. That's, yeah, that's what you get down <laughs> so there. That's what it is. Yeah. Predator with yeah, yeah. I, it's just so what it is, Dave. Uh, all over the place. Right. You know Ryan Smith. You know, like, like David Firefly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> Spray and pray. Um, Start things <laughs> off in Major League Baseball right now because a handful of games are still going on as we speak. Milwaukee leading Pittsburgh five to three. Boston in Game Two of a doubleheader trying to get things even. They lead the Rays right now two nothing. Detroit took care of Minnesota today nine to three. Back to Game One of a doubleheader. Tampa took care of the Red Sox nine to two Rangers dump the A's 10 to five and a quick note in the NBA Houston Rockets have begun or restarted contract talks with Mike D'Antoni he's looking for an extension back to Jonas Knox and Katino Mobley in 10 seconds first a word from farmers at farmers insurance we know a roof can withstand a lot one exception being an airborne car seen it covered it talk to farmers we are farmers bum, 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 bum. underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state Fells back to you. Thanks, Dave. Jonas Knox, Catino Mobley here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, 12 minutes from now here on FSR, Catino Mobley is going to tell you about the time that he nearly beat the hell out of some fan. All right, so this is going to be good stuff. Uh, don't go anywhere. That's 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, right now, though, it is time to find out what the hell we've missed so far on the show with a little something we do called this. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we check in with David Gascon to find out what's up. Oh, man, well, these are all LAPD. Uh, these are all G-rated stories. You know, Lead to Lap an hour ago gave me a story for In the Gutter regarding a death. He wanted me to report a death story. Lead to Lap. Jesus, Lee. $25 fedora from... 
Yeah. Union War surplus or it was sports related. Oh yeah, real sport because he was swinging a bat. Really, like Joey Bats from a- Casino after they were playing pool. Yeah. Well, so what Jonas, happened? Well, some guy. Oh, uh, I don't know. All right. Yeah. I mean, guy like took a dirt nap. He's not getting up. That's right. kind of what it was. Lead no, the lap. There you go, Lee. Nice work. Yo, speaking of dirt nap, Catino, during your playing days, were you active on social media or did you deactivate everything until the off season? Well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't really too much social media when I was playing. Yeah, I think playing. Twitter had just Early, started. Yeah, right? about, what, what MySpace ain't getting any love? Yeah, MySpace was just, cool, but it wasn't something I really jumped on. It was just like you know. It was, uh, I, we, nobody was really on social media back yeah. then, literally. In early 2000s, no. Nope. Me, even mid-2000s, like, you know, the 2004, 2005, there wasn't nobody really on it. It's, yeah. Like, Twitter started when, like, 08, 09, yeah, like, 09, around that. something like that. Kind of yeah. like Instagram, it's literally after that. I think like, Shaq was one of the first people on Twitter, and it yeah. was, like, very revolutionary. Yeah, was, like, yeah, nobody early. really, like, n- no one... Oh, yeah, I'm at the coffee shop. Come see me. Like, no, nobody yeah, did just, none of that stupid stuff. <laughs> no, we do it on Instagram. <laughs> right. Uh, I wake up today, I'm blessed. Yeah, hashtag blessed. Yeah, um, cool. I, <laughs> I bring this up because of game three of the finals. Or excuse me, yeah, game three of the finals that was at Oracle Arena. You know, Beyonce obviously got into a little bit of discussion with uh, her husband, Jay-Z, and they sat next to Warriors owner Jacob Lakeham and his wife, Nicole Caron. Uh, people were watching the game. They were watching it from a distance, and they decided to send uh, Nicole some, not only some messages on her Instagram account, but also some death threats because she was actually speaking to Beyonce, and Beyonce was giving her some uh, interesting looks. Unbelievable. I, I, you know what's funny? Um, Gas uh, and Jonas, check this out, right? And then, um, really good friends with uh, Angela Bassett. You guys know yeah, who Angela yeah. Bassett is. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous, amazing actress. I was I remember Angela, myself, and our public, uh, publicist at the time. This was some years and years ago. Uh, Angela did a movie, and after the movie, I wanted to, you know, bless her. And her husband couldn't go because he had, you know, work to do. So I just took her, myself, and our um, and our um, publicist. We went to the Bahamas. And uh, we were staying at the uh, the one or whatever. I think it was a private club, like a, a resort or whatever. And a guy who's actually one of my best friends to this day, older uh, white gentleman out of Houston, Texas, in the oil and gas business. I first met him there. And Angela taught me this. And I don't know if this happened with Beyonce and uh, Jay-Z and the uh, owner's wife. But um, the guy comes over to Angela and I. We're just sitting out there on the beach. He comes over and he says... Ocatino, blah, blah, blah. He starts talking to me, right? No hi to no one else. And then he leaves, okay? Which is, like, I'm, like, surprised in the beginning. And then Angela's like, Katina, let me explain something to you. Don't you ever let nobody else come into our conversation, into our little world, and not introduce themselves to you, me, and everybody else yeah. that's in here. That's that's disrespectful. Yeah. And don't talk over me. Don't yeah. point through me or nothing like that. That's a sense of entitlement. So when she yeah. told me that, the next time that man came back over and brought his friends, before he spoke, I said, excuse me, sir, this is Angela. This is such and such. This is this, that, whatever. Yeah. And then they started to kiss Angela's ass and be cool with Angela and everything like that. But I don't know if this is what the owner's wife did first, because if you look at the video, she's kind of like over Beyonce, not even talking to Beyonce. And Beyonce's like, listen, I don't know what kind of conversation it was, but I remember Angela saying that to me when I was younger, and it made me understand, like, Jonas, if you and I are together and somebody comes up, if I don't like that person... 
I'm not introducing you to that person. Well, yeah. here's the background on this, though, is that Nicole and, and Joe Lacob had actually invited both of them to three or four games during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And during that conversation that was caught on camera, she was actually just asking Beyonce and Jay-Z if they wanted water. Right. But that's the problem, and I call it the interrogation room. No, she not, did you not, no, she talked way more than that. Do you want water? No, that's it. Yeah. She talked more than that. It wasn't do you want water. It, it the, was a conversation. The problem is because we don't know what was said. We're looking through soundproof glass. Uh, we could They could have been saying anything. We have right. no idea, but right. we're just going based on on body language. And so Beyonce had a, had a, a bad look on her face. Yeah. I mean, like the fact. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't water. That's it, one thing. Uh, yeah, and I, Beyonce not a bad person like I've known B since she was younger mm. out from Houston she's not a she's nowhere near she's just one of the sweetest people but you know Jonas sometimes when you feel like if somebody's interrupting your space I don't care who they are yeah. you, your, your body language is going to change By, hold on a second can somebody uh, a shovel or whatever you need uh, pick up that name that Katino just dropped right. uh, if you could when you get a sec from Houston just uh, show, for, forklift uh, whatever yeah uh, can, can Kelly Rowan get in here too I don't know Angela that's my girl that's my girl Angela Bassett, a graduate of Yale with a bachelor's and a master's. Yeah, yeah. Her husband, Courtney B. Vance. He was yeah, in uh, guy. Hunt for Red October. Amazing you guys dude. Do remember Amazing that? dude. And, All right. And, uh, yeah, all that good stuff. Uh, guys, we go from the NBA to the National Football League, and, and this is something I know, Jonas, you talked a lot about during last season, but Cam Newton has been cleared mm. to throw at mandatory minicamp. If you do recall, before last season started, he had off-season shoulder surgery. That had been giving him a problem over the last couple of seasons. Obviously, he digressed in 2018 we'll see if he can rebound this season um he's at the point and he's made this before i'm not going to change who i am and i look there's what you there's one thing when you say well you know you got to uh, to learn how to adapt i just think some players are not meant to play for 15 years and cam newton's one of those guys he's not going to play for the 12 13 14 years that's not his style of play uh he's a, a potential hall of fame quarterback if he continues to put up the numbers that he is but he's never going to be looked at as a thrower of the football and and i think carolina's got to build around him if they really want to maximize what they've got with him so i have uh yeah I mean, I no no issue whatsoever, and I still don't have an issue with him walking out post Super Bowl from the uh, questions. He was annoyed; they just lost. Big deal. Yeah, I'm exactly it. Joe Douglas, new general manager of the New York Jets, and there are reports, Pro Football Talk, that Todd McShay of ESPN could be in position to get a front office position with Joe Douglas on that staff. Wow, you know Mel Kiper's thrilled. Oh, yeah, he gets the spotlight of even course. then. Some. Yeah. Um, all right, good stuff, Dave. You bet. Uh, he is Katina uh, Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Up next, Katina Mobley with juicy details on the time he almost beat the crap out of some fan here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Katino Mobley. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. In uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR, make sure you stick around uh, or you can find him on the iHeartRadio app. It is Brian No and Ephraim Salam who will take over the airways. Always a fun listen. So make sure you check those guys out here 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So Katino Mobley, uh, as we conclude this Fedora edition of Fox Sports Radio in which we uh, each brought in fedoras. Yours is nice. Mine was bought at a gift shop in a, uh, a crummy hotel resort in Cancun. 
raccoon at a bachelor <laughs> party because I was a little bit liquored up and bored. Uh, so as we conclude this show, you are going to tell us about the time in talking about Mark Stevens and the incident he had with Kyle Lowry, the closest you came to beating the hell out of a fan while playing. Was this in the NBA when yeah. you were? Yeah, I was playing in NBA. I was uh, it was in a playoff game against Seattle SuperSonics at the time, and uh, uh, my mom was at the game in Seattle, and the guy was being very vulgar and uh, just disrespectful, and uh, saying a couple different things to me, which I didn't mind, but he didn't know that my mom was sitting in front of him, and start speaking literally about family like my mom, and my mom kept her cool, but then that's when I like went off, like I just went a little crazy on him. Just for the simple facts, like, listen, I don't care what you call me, but, like, just leave other people out of it. You know what I mean? I can take it. Just leave other people out of it. So, you know, he was one of those guys where I was like, you know what, I, I want to see you in the tunnel, basically. But, uh, yeah, it was, it, you know, I I kind of, my mom, because, you know, Coutinho relaxed, like, let it be. So the next game with Seattle and the rest of the, uh, the NBA did was they had bodyguards, like, around my mom. So just, you know, wouldn't be no problems. But uh, after that, it was, you know. It was all good, but the league helped me out. Now, do you think he would have shown up in the tunnel? Heck had they no. let him? No. So was he scared of you? You could tell he was scared? No. The second I'm, you started talking to him? I mean, him? people don't know this about me. I might be like this philosophical, cool, funny, but like I have another switch, right? And like I, the older I get, the more the more I understand uh, what I can do as an ind- individual. Now you have children uh, that look up to you and other people. Like it's, it's no need to even show what you can do as, you know, uh, to, I don't want to hurt people. Right. So, uh, you know, my father raised me to, uh, as a boxer, right? And then coming from Philadelphia, that's what you that's what you learn first. Right after you learn how to walk is, is how to uh, box and fight. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a bully, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let nobody punk me either. Yeah. And, and plus you're a southpaw, which is a problem for everybody. <laughs> I'm assuming, look, a law of averages, the guy who was running his mouth is probably an orthodox fighter. So, uh, I mean, you could, you could really, and you'd have the reach on him. You were clearly taller than him. So unless he went downstairs and got you to the body, but you were in shape, so that wouldn't have worked either. I just don't think it would have worked out well for the guy. You could even do the old school trick where you step on the front of his, uh, step on his toes and then land a shot and then he falls back and loses his balance and he's embarrassed. <laughs> There's a lot of different ways you could handle that. But you didn't. There's a whole bunch of different ways. And at the end of the day, like I said, like for Mark Stevens, like he should have, he should have, I just don't understand why he did that. I seriously, I I, I don't even want an explanation from him. It's just, it's the weirdest thing to be an owner to literally do something like that to a player. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you're actually in a fraternity. Why would you do that if you're in the fraternity? It, here's the other part that it's people that were outraged by the punishment or lack of punishment, man. He got punished. He didn't get punished. Like we don't have to, you know, break this down for an hour and a half to talk about. Here's what should have happened. The guy's an idiot. Uh, he's gone for at least a year. I don't think you'll ever see him on the sideline again. And he lost five hundred thousand dollars. We move on and we start to celebrate early on the Toronto Raptors who look like they're going to win a title. Hey, so. That's going to hurt him even more, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's five hundred grand, and you don't get another ring, and that's you can't amazing. be there for a whole year. God, you know what I, I could go for right now? What's that? God. Is that I don't know. For some reason, I have this craving. Like, what am I really want? God, I'd love some rosé in Malibu. That'd be Ooh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.